Yes, Captain. We've intercepted a rebel broadcast. Here it is. And welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi, everybody. This is Gurney Tales, accompanied by the... Rebel scum. They are in this system. I will deal with them myself. The Emperor himself has requested your presence about this matter. Prepare my shuttle. Yes, my lord. bidding, my master. There is a great disturbance on the internet. I have felt it. The show is Star Wars on Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Can we communicate to all the Star Wars fans through this show? Not yet, my master. Some fans have never heard the show. They will. It is inevitable. We can use the Force to make these rebel fans tune in live and then take control of Star Wars fandom. They will listen to Star Wars on direct or be destroyed, my master. Good. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Patience, my friend. Afraid, are you? is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas, with behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an Internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. 
everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, Vice Roy. Roger, Roger. All Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come! The coordinates are active means pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. Welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This is Rumitez, who made it for the English show today. It's a long story, maybe we'll get into it a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm accompanied, of course, by the producer, Danny. Hey. And my co-host, Brian. What's up? Mr. Kit Fist himself. So, today is April 10th, ladies and gentlemen. There's only 38 days left till Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Aren't you happy, Brian? Kind of. It's like, it's always like no emotion whatsoever. No, 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 I'm bitter. Kind of You're just like the end is blah. near. Yes, I'm kind of like the end is near, and oh, I'm trying okay. to kind of back away from it so I don't go into total depression. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, the main subject will be the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Uh, however, we'll be co- uh, starting the show with the secondary subject, which is Clone Wars season two and season one on DVD. Uh, are we going to talk a little bit about the uh, second volume of Clone Wars, or is that what you meant by yeah, season, season two? Season three. Okay. Which is the second volume because it's yeah. really season three. Yeah, like they all messed up. Yeah, they all messed up. up. It's season three, but in DVD term, it's volume two. There you go. It's all so about weird. 
Of course, we're going to have the usual segments. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably one of the last hyperspace we're ever going to have. Yep. Uh, we're going to have the polls by Masticate Fisto. Instant with trust. And the community update. And right now, Kid Fisto's going to tell you how you can contact us. Uh, you can contact us by adding the user Star Wars and direct dot, uh, no, not, not dot, at hotmail.com. You can email us by sending an email to studio at swendirect.com. You can hit up our webpage, which is Star Wars, which is Star Wars undirect.com, where you can get links to the webpage, to the chat room, to our archives, and to join our news group. And shortly, the webcam. Right. Well, I did say. Well, assume. I hope so. Well, the webcam will be up pretty soon. I'm. I've actually just changed Installed my hard drive in for 40 gig into my laptop, so we can do a lot of interviews at, at Celebration Three <laughs> two weeks from now. I have now. a 60 gigabyte hard drive. Okay, bravo. Thank you. You got money. I don't. It's like. <laughs> I also have an iPod. Yeah. Well, I waste my money on on food because no girls love me like you do. <laughs> Sorry. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, of course, uh, we've got the Star Wars Soundtrack newsletter, which you mentioned. Yes. Good. And uh, we just want to warn you about this little sound card crash that may occur or may not occur during the show. It didn't uh, occur on the French show. So, so let's touch wood. We never know. Let's knock on wood. Um, actually, it's we're going to be back in within two to five minutes. You don't have to worry. Uh, the host will soon be joining you guys in the chat. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. I'll be kicking anyone that needs to be kicked out. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh-oh. Brian's the moderator now. This is going to hurt. Like, ah, there you go. My so PayPal account is. I'll be right back, people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, we've got a little word from our producer. Oh, yes. While I reboot my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new sponsor, which is uh, federationtoys.com. Pretty uh, cool guy. Uh, so uh, you can check their website. It's not totally up and running, but uh, it's coming. So Good there to hear. Go. Good to hear. And, uh, of course, speaking of hearing, heard you've heard that the new uh, promotion. Which was just before yeah. ours. Done by Raven again. And the voice by uh, Sean Krug. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Raven. Without you, we'd be nowhere. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to go into like a little cute movie review first. It's, of course, the movie Millions by Fox Searchlight. Uh, it's a little basic fairy tale kind of thing. Very fam- f- family movie. Uh, Brian, you've seen it? Which one? Millions. No. You haven't seen it? No. Neither. I'm the only one that's seen it, basically. Uh, it's like one of those movies you just want to go with your family and enjoy with your little brother because it's a really cute story about this little boy. Uh, he finds Is it animated? No. He finds a bag full of money and he decides to give to the poor while his brother is actually trying to hide in his... Uh, regarding towards others. Yeah. He doesn't want... He doesn't like others? No, no, no. He likes... He, ah... He's boosting his image. Ah. And, you know, he's buying all, all kind of stuff. And it's, it's a really nice little movie with great values that money doesn't bring you anything. In the end, you, the little kid end, end up, like, actually burning all the money. And uh, that's because there were pounds. And it's basically the movie takes place right before Christmas when everybody in England actually switched to the euro. So all the pounds lost their value. Aww. Darn. 
But seeing though that hasn't happened yet, they still use the pound. Yeah, yeah. Still, it doesn't make much sense. But it's, it's a movie. It's a movie <laughs> by Danny Boyle, and he's the one behind uh, the beach and uh, Twenty Eight Days movie? Later. Yeah, okay. Just to name those two, uh, it's a very very nice little movie. If you want to bring all your family to it, I highly suggest it. And then there is Sin City. Brian, I'll let you go first. Okay. I'd read the first comic book, which is the original Sin City, which is basically Marv's story. Mm. Um, I really liked the comic book. It was gritty, and um, it wasn't like uh, the other comic books, shall we say. They, they, no one of the characters really had any superpowers or anything like that. It was just an interesting place that they put them in, and I really liked it. It was gritty and adult, and not for kids. Um, and the movie had the same visuals. Very much the same visuals, which I think was very successful. The same camera shots? Same camera shots, same angles, same lighting. Very similar, very similar. I'd say the point where it's too similar. And that, and there was something missing for me. It wasn't a lot, but something. I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't go in there and say, you change this, it'll be perfect. I can't do that. Um, but... I don't know, there was something a little bit missing. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I have spoken with people who say, oh, it's sexist. What the? Sexist? Yes, sexist. What kind of prostitutes walk around in bondage gear and all kinds of crap like that? Uh, now, well, I'd just like, I, anyway. I, I, I like, I like the people to um, reassess what they're watching, if, if that's what they think. Like, what? It's, it's, it's a fantasy world. It's a Sin exist. City. It is Sin City. It's dirty. It's a crime-riddled city. It's disgusting. There's only one cup that's not corrupt. <laughs> or like basically. barely, ba- basically. <laughs> and and even him, he's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, it. I don't see it. It's a really good movie. I I really suggest you read the comics first. Though. Oh, okay. Because you'll get more out of the comics okay. than you will out of the movie. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the there, really there's good. one. Uh, it's four albums, I think, a comic book, and they didn't take the second one into the movie. I think uh, it's one, three, and four. Something that, like that. that. And the uh, there's a part missing. I don't remember which. Uh, it's the third storyline. Well, there the are the in the movie. There is Marv's. There's the salesman, which is in the opening, mm-hmm. and there's Marv. And, there's and then the there's the prostitute um, there's uh, Dwight. Which is Clive Owen. Yeah. It's the and Clive Owen story that... Uh, it's been cut in half. Like, yeah. there's the, yeah, that's the one part. There's the first part that isn't... Mm-hmm. Volume 2 isn't, uh, isn't included on mm-hmm. the movie. The story was ordinary for me, but uh, it was original visually, so... Uh, yeah. The uh, visuals were what pointed out and yeah. stuck out. I wouldn't be surprised that... It could win special effects over Revenge of the Sith at the next Oscar. It's not maybe in visual Ouch. style, but I wouldn't say special effects. Yeah, it's photography. Maybe, yeah, probably okay. DOP. Yes, yes. Uh, but not for not for special effects. But maybe just to have it evolve at like the style. But yeah, but I don't think special Star Wars would win special effects anyway. <laughs> the Academy doesn't like George Lucas. Yeah. Now, now, what are you talking about? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Jersey. He's been kicked off the uh, director's guild or anything. No, it's a great movie. You see, it's in black and white for those who live under a rock and didn't see the trailer or anything. And you got some colors inserted uh, 
here and there to point something out. It's not a, a, a movie for uh, children. Well, definitely not. not. There's it's <laughs> it's really gory. <laughs> yeah, gory. And, uh, the Elijah Wood character is pretty uh, twisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, what what's wrong with him? It's it's he's scary. He scares me. Man, he's getting eaten and he doesn't flinch a, a, a bit, man. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a psycho? Yeah. <laughs> What I really liked about this movie is that Frank Miller actually participated into the shooting of it and it really shows at the, the final product. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see the DVD and just see all the extras that are going to be coming out with it because it's going to be totally crazy. Uh, you do recognize a little bit of the uh, Quentin Tarantino style into it. But no, no, I'm not saying he's a god because I know you don't like that. But I'm just, you know, it's you can you can see a little bit of his style into it, and of course, yeah, no, but, but the scene. Yeah, no, you can't. Where's his style in that? Quentin Tarantino has no style. He steals from other people. That's his style. Well, yeah, <laughs> just like Steve Every Jobs. Okay, uh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. Oh, burn. <laughs> okay. But I think that the <laughs> big difference, okay? I think the scene Tarantino directed is the scene in the, the car when is uh, the dead guy be beside him, he, he hallucinates that he's alive. That's the scene that Tarantino did. I'm not sure which one it is. Dwight talking to... Uh, With the gun. Yeah, I know, I know that scene, but I'm not sure if it, it is that one. Yeah. Uh, I think I heard it's that one. And... So, Sin City is it definitely a uh, theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ambiance. Definitely go, t go see it in the theater. Okay. If it wasn't for the 25-minute preview I got, Ouch. it was... Tell me you long. got Star Wars, at least. No. Not even? Ouch. Yeah, that's what I don't like these days. There are a lot of crappy movies coming out soon. Like Unleashed. If I have to see that preview one more time, I swear to God, yeah, I but I saw it, but I, I don't remember it. It was it's with the oh, Jet Li. Okay, why? Well, like the dog collar? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that so many times. It's and it was supposed to be released in 2004, but it never got released. I know it looks like such a wretched movie, like just plain old horrible. Like this is stupid. I don't know. I maybe we'll be lucky enough to actually review it eventually. A uh, no, little technical really. update uh, right now on the webcam situation. It seems to be semi-working, but I... Semi-working? Well, I've got like... Just like everything else Sebastian does, it's semi. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> the, webcam the webcam actually is connected to the computer right now. It's not on because it's not broadcasting. Uh, we've got to make sure about some certain like folders on the mm -hmm. server and everything. Okay. Uh, hopefully we'll have it <laughs> plugged throughout the show. Um, for the time being... However, uh, before we start all hell, I think we're going to go to a small musical break and we're going to be listening to He Wasn't by Heather Living and we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars Phantom. There's not much going on today I'm really bored, it's getting late Show he's 
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, my Roy. Roger, roger. All Star Wars Supreme listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. And we are back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And right now, Kit Fisto is going to say hi to everybody who is in the chat. If you can. AJ, Sarabasson. Dix, Delos, Edna, Casra, Fatboy, Goodwiggy, uh, Octavius Three, Arm, Armfree, Armfree, sorry, Pittsbury, uh, Space Monkwai, Nathan, Tarkin, Ewok, Tem, Tiger Claw, and Zion. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, as in Hornfree Ta. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Armfree. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at you, man. <laughs> and right now, we're about to go into the hyperspace segment, for those of you who don't know what the For the last time. For the last time ever. Yeah. Do we have a show next week? No, huh? I got like juicy news. During the week. Yeah. What? Yeah. This we'll week? We'll, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Like, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later yeah. <laughs> in the show. Uh, now, let me just open my hyperspace file. I'm <laughs> crazy here. For those of you who just want to know, I've been to Toronto all weekend. I just came back like about an hour ago. So, and that's like seven hours away from the studios. So it was seven. Very long hour, right? <laughs> uh, so basically, the hyperspace segment is that uh, segment of the show where we spoil you with all our heart. And uh, this one is going to be not that bad, actually, because it pretty much everything is being spoiled now. <laughs> no, nothing is spoiler anymore. There's that's no spoiler. That, that's why I have totally turned off. 
to put it in the words of Pablo Hidalgo, after April 2nd, there's nothing else. Everything is confirmed. Everything is unspoiled, so there's no yeah. more spoiler. But for those who don't follow spoilers, for those it's of you kind of divergent. still it's spoiler it's information. A, April 2nd to the movie is a very dangerous Tur- time if you're non-spoiler. Yeah. 38 you days to go. Uh, don't go by the... D- don't go by anything. You don't yeah. go by anything, but particularly don't go by the soundtrack because they made the same stupid mistake as they did on episode one. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are the track names? Oh, tell them this after you put in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, that's it. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do this for about fifteen minutes, ten to fifteen minutes, and uh, we'll be discussing all major spoilers that have been announced in the last few couple of weeks because it's been a month since we've been talking with you. So there's there are some few things, and. Um, what we're going to do is uh, Danny or Brian is going to basically give you the spoiler on Signal in the forums. If you oh. want to discuss any spoilers, you can actually go into my room one. If you do not want to discuss any spoilers, stay in the default room. If you would like to discuss any spoiler further than the Star Wars on Direct Chat, please, you can do so in the spoilers allowed sections of the internet forums of the whichever board you are actually going to. Yeah. And just don't go into, into the non-spoilers forums because... Respect your peers. We're Star Wars fans. Exactly. Not humans. <laughs> Not this humans? is like bullshit. And <coughs> I don't know what else I'm going to say. I'm going to sound but I'm so tired. <laughs> You're okay. speaking like Sp- uh, Captain Kirk? Dude, that's an insult. Not quite. <laughs> but you're almost. There's Captain Kirk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so let's go into the hyperspace segment. Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. So, ladies and gentlemen, George Lucas might apparently be in can to present the Star Wars episode Revenge of the Sith as the great opening of the movie festival. We're not Yay. sure yet. Well, he did that for Attack of the Clones. Yeah, but I don't think it was like for the opening of the festival. No, it was at the festival. It was uh, it was presented at the festival first. Bash, you want to go to Ken? This is just a rumor, but it's it's been like you know it hasn't been confirmed through the official website yet. But it's a very persistent rumors, and there's another thing that really goes well with that. A, George Lucas will be present at Star Wars Celebration Three, but that's for later. But supposing that George would actually attend the Cannes Film Festival. We wouldn't be surprised to see him make an appearance at the Star Wars reunion, which is the French equivalent of the Star Wars celebration. Yeah. Like many Star Wars celebrations. Because mm-hmm. nowhere near going to be as cool as it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in the past few weeks, there was this fan from ComingSoon.net, the famous website, uh, who mentioned that he had already seen the movie and he gave out some details pertaining to the end of the movie itself. Which basically confirmed everything we've been thinking about that uh, C-3PO w- was saying the last wor- words in this movie, since he's saying the first words in Episode 4, kind of binds them together. Who says way. the last words in Episode 2? Yoda. And who says the first words in this movie? In this movie, the first oh. words? Uh, it's Anakin or Obi-Wan. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't bind that well in my mind. Well, episode two and three, no, but episode three and four, the yeah. two, uh, the two trilogies. Okay. Surrender. <laughs> and uh, basically, now uh, he's gonna, he's gonna say, "Oh no," because he's gonna be learning that his memory is about to be erased. Yeah. Put a magnet on his head. <laughs> 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 Give him a seizure. C three PO having a seizure that must be funny. <laughs> they gave him a tiara, you know. We should give him. We should give him like a magnet or something. Magnetic ti- tiara. 
Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> Give him a seizure looking like a little girl. <laughs> 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 and, uh, of course, there's going to be uh, the scene with, with uh, uh, Padme's funeral. Uh, which is the title of the song that they put on the soundtrack that I'm going to come back later to. That was well, really Sebastian, you know, that's how, you know, R2 and uh, C-3PO get freaky. Yeah. They have little kinky little things. <laughs> 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 there you go. Defrag went wrong someplace. Yes. <laughs> um, there's going to be Vader and Sidious on the bridge of a Star Destroyer, and there's going to be a shot of the Death Star being constructed. Then you're going to see the Dentive 4 on Alderaan. You're going to see Bale and Leia and his wife or assistant in the movie that you know I still got to confirm that with mm-hmm. the, the script that we've got and uh, I think it, it, it just the his assistant yeah I think it's and we will see the uh, his wife in the movie okay. different cool and uh, then you've you've got Obi-Wan who actually gets to the Lars farm with young Luke and, and that's where you cry and yeah that's where that's where that's where I'm going to start crying because no, I'm not it's a very nice theme that really blends in and also brings back to A New Hope mm-hmm. because that's the name of the team A New Hope and the Star Wars Final Credits and uh, basically that's it you're going to see uh, the two twin sons of Tatooine setting with the very nice Star Wars music and you can really? just like you know what just go to the Paramount Bryant <laughs> you're you're now officially banned from our premiere, <laughs> and um, you're gonna see uh, Yoda on Kashyyyk, and apparently he's gonna be uh, doing he's gonna be pulling an Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, Predator. He's gonna be covering himself in, uh, in mud in order to camouflage himself. From what? What do you think? From stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. I'll show you a, a picture in the art of Vizzle Three. Cool. Wait, hold on. I got the comic book out. <laughs> Oh, it's, ma- it's maybe not in there. And uh, that's basically it. Uh, who will be the, fi- the 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 famous extended universe character that's gonna make his way into a movie? The Quinlan one Voss. The one that that has been like discussed. <gasps> who is it? It's Quinlan Voss. No, it's not. It's not Quinlan Voss. We can tell you it's not Quinlan Voss. And finally, well, yeah, it's Quinlan Voss. Because he was Big in episode. Surprise. He was in episode one. One, yeah. And the comic actually make him made him like really cool and all. So I'm sorry because he's gonna die. It's not cool. Yeah. Uh, so as the work keeps on going onto the uh, on the movie, they can tell you that there's gonna be two thousand one hundred and forty four digital shots like digitally modified in the movie. Yeah. There's two thousand and sixty three of those that are finished. There's 192 that have been cut of those 2,063. And there's 81 shots left to edit. They're going to barely make it. <laughs> and the titles from the uh, the soundtrack leaked, as well as the soundtrack itself, this week. Uh, first track on the soundtrack is Star Wars and the Revenge of the Sith. Which we are listening in the background. There you go. The soundtrack, not the yes. that particular track. Well, right now I believe we're listening to uh, Battle of Heroes. Yeah, but it's yeah. Which is the third track? Or I don't know. It's it's a, com- a compiled. It's one. How track. far is it into it? Uh, approximately at uh, Battle of Heroes. There you go. So it's so second track is Anakin's betrayal. Third one is Battle of the Heroes. Fourth is Anakin's dream. Uh, fifth one is the reunion of Anakin and Padme. Sixth one. Uh, Welcome Lord Vader 
No, no. Okay, I'm me. I'm I'm doing it. You got the old. I got the old one. Yeah. Just read those. There you go. Okay. Anakin's Dream, Battle of the Heroes, Anakin's Betrayal, General Grievous, gonna be the fifth track, Palpatine's Teaching. This this one, uh, we'll have to discuss this this, uh, this thing. That, well, no, oh, the, the soundtrack is on, on, the, the on the next show. On the marathon. Uh, you have, uh, after that, you have uh, Grievous and the Droids, Padme's Ruminations, Anakin vs. Obi-Wan, Anakin's Dark Deeds, Enter Lord Vader, the emulation scene. Grievous speaks to Lord Sidious. The birth of the twins and Padme's destiny. A new hope and end credits. And there's a probably a 16th track track that should be available if you buy the soundtrack at Walmart. You have a special code that you can insert on Towers.com or, or the Walmart site, and it should give you access to a, another track or something like that. So I'm to the point where I'm going to say... Better not be in Windows Media crap. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm just going to say, just check Kaza like one or two days after yeah, that. Or <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and yes, Siri Bob. We're known for downloading shit. Yeah. So for those of you who wonder which scenes might have been cut of the movie, I'm just going to name them by numbers. 6, 7, 8, 14, 25, 30, 32, 34, 41... 48, 56, 60, 68, 69, 71, 73, 74, 76, 76, uh, 76, 77, 83, 86, 88, 89, 93, 121, and 176. And uh, these are the scenes you will not see in the movie, and most probably in a DVD coming to your you DVD store. Them? <laughs> <laughs> coming, coming to a store near you in 30 years or so. Well, basically, the scenes uh, 6 to 41 are basically scenes into the Invisible Hand, where you can see stuff like uh, Grievous killing Shakti, Jedi using their their lightsaber to try and escape from Grievous. Uh, there's going to be a scene in the generator's room. Uh, some actually there shots scenes in on this DVD? The elevators. How long is the DVD? The hell are you talking about? Never mind. You're not I'm out of it. Just uh-huh. yeah, just not Those fun. are the cutscenes in the movie that will oh. appear in the future DVD. Oh, oh okay. In the super I, thought, I thought you were talking about like on the soundtrack DVD. No, no, no. no, 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 no I was no, like, no. what? It's a bit much. Whoa. Uh, scene 48 is Mace Windu uh, greeting Palpatine, uh, basically after the uh, crash of the Invisible Hand. Track uh, 56 is Yoda, Mace, and Obi-Wan actually t- discussing the dark side in Yoda's quarters. Track 60 is Bale and his senator, uh, senatorial friends discussing the Senate itself. Uh, I think that's the nice little uh, phone call that he makes in the audiobook. I don't remember. It's funny, just like he walks into there, put types in a code, and like the, gla- the glass just switches color. That would be really cool if that would happen. Like, Bell, we gotta talk to you. 6869. Oh, when you call Mon Matma. Right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay. When he calls Mon Matma. Uh, Obi-Wan and Pan uh, tell Padme that he's uh, a little uh, worried about Anakin, and he knows that him and her are in love. Uh, 71 is Bale, Mon Mothma, and Padme meeting. 73 is Anakin informing Palpatine that Obi-Wan will soon capture Grievous. 74 is Jar Jar <laughs> greeting Anakin into the Senate. Good and that's God. been cut. It's just good, good God. God. <laughs> Which is that? Jar Jar scene. One of the Jar Jar scenes. Uh, 75 is Anakin confronting Par- Panmei. 76, 77. Uh, Star- uh, Republic Starship 
arriving on Utapo. 83 is Obi-Wan choosing Boga, which is the creature that we're going to see mm-hmm. later on. Um, 86 is Mace talking to Yoda about uh, on Kashyyyk. He's informing him of his plan to actually stop Emperor Palpatine, or Dictator Palpatine at this point. 88-89 actually is Padme uh, showing the petition of 2000 ending wow yeah handling the petition to uh, Palpatine then you have uh, C-93 which is a windmill on Utapo Uh, that's they're green guys that's good it's like it's a, win- it's a really windy planet, so they 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 installed windmills That's on the surface. Uh, One twenty one is a crazy Yoda and Chewbacca, who are uh, trapping an RT an ATRT. That's where he disguises himself yeah. in a crazy creature. He's gonna pull a Schwarzenegger. One seventy six is Yoda uh, landing on Dagoba. This scene was cut because Lucas thought it was there were too too many ending at the end, just like you know Peter Jackson. Didn't put enough endings in Lord of the Rings. That's not true. <laughs> but the uh, ones that mattered. He really wanted to concentrate himself on the principal uh, characters: Padme, Vader, Leia, Obi Wan, and Luke. So there you go. That pretty much concludes it. Unless you got something to add, Mr. Producer. No, it's in the Miss News. It's in the Miss News. So there you go. Well, you got the Cannes Festival you mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned that. It's not spoilers, so I I had put it in the Miss News. That's why. I just like wanted. Well, it's gonna. It's a little spoiler because it it might be a premiere on May fifteenth. What's this? Cannes Festival. Oh, who cares? <laughs> no, I, I. It's like everything. Th- how about Cannes fans? What do you think? Well, I've, I'm sure you get if you get a lot of really good movies shown at Cannes, but Star Wars Episode Three showing at Cannes is not very appropriate. It's not the yeah, but it's the last one. So Don't, didn't they show like Run Lola Run at? Cannes? So it's for art movies, man. Oh, Star Wars is art, man. Okay, Star Wars is an independent movie. Yes. <laughs> Not an art movie. <laughs> How's that? No, you're killing it's me. computer arts movie. True. <laughs> Very true. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess this pretty much concludes this last hyperspace segment. It's been very nice to be with you all this time in the hyperspace. But we're coming out of hyperspace now, and we're gonna hit ourselves. We're, gonna, uh, we're going back into drive is broke. <laughs> we're going back into normal space. Yeah, subspace. We're, g- we're actually gonna go back into subspace, and we're gonna hit ourselves. Why would a big we want to go into shield? <laughs> Why would we want to go into subspace? I mean, we want to go into normal space. Yeah, normal. Hyperspace is. Outside of reality, it's in a parallel universe. It's a bubble in a parallel universe, and go very fast. Oh, it's like me and my Star Wars freakiness. Yes, that's what it is. Okay, I read in one of the EU books they explain it. Okay, cool. So right now we're gonna go to Mr. Fisto. Master Fisto, trust your insight. We do. Oh no, that's okay. Yeah, okay, good, good job there, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cute, cute. very okay. cute. <laughs> Something I didn't get to say during like Sebastian, you know, we were talking about hyperspace. It's over now. Well, something I now have to say is that I'm so glad it's over because now you don't have a segment to do regularly, except for the community update. Now I feel it's more balanced. Yeah, I felt unbalanced. There. Okay. 
Okay, I don't have we a lot like of... You, Brian. We like you, I like myself. <laughs> we have... Uh, <laughs> I should have asked you the song, I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's nice about Kid Fist to himself? Just imagine how many, like, endos you can get from him when you're riding that Jedi. Yes. Hells yes. Okay, I don't have a lot of missed news because... um. We have a April. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a t- we have a T-shirt you can get if you want to wear mm. Celebration Three. We have um, the Ride That Jedi T-shirt also. We do. Okay, but this is my time. Okay, go ahead. Just <laughs> really cutting into a stunner there. Okay, so like April second, stuff happened. Uh, a lot of stuff. everything was released for the movie. Officially. Officially, everything, every product, everything you can think of, pretty much, eh, pretty much released. They haven't started burking. The some of the food promotions haven't started, but I'm sure because that's we're in another country. Um, that's it. You know, we're getting the soundtrack May third. Is that correct, Danny? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's pretty much <laughs> it for like Star Wars Episode Three stuff. Uh, w- we have to talk about Hold the Star. Huh? Continue. Okay. 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 Now is m- something more interesting. Okay. okay. Now with the movies, we got the movie crap out of the way. Um, in July. We're going to have new comics. They're going to mm. be about after Revenge of the Sith. This is the first stuff that's coming out post-ROTS. It's going to be very interesting. The first, the two Republics, number 78 and 79, are called Into the Unknown, and they deal with what happens to the surviving Jedi. Mm. Where they band, they're, they're, they're going to, at they're first fleeing. they'll band together, and then they're going to have to... One of the tagline of the last, and the, for the last, epi- for the last, for the later of the two, is no, none of the decisions are easy, and all of them are fraught with peril. Because you got Vader on their ass, <laughs> and they're they're basically screwed. They, we all know what's gonna happen. They're gonna die, okay? Except for like, there's a few Jedi that survive if you go by the EU. But mostly, they either turn to the dark the side. Known Jedi. Exactly. Either they turn to the, di- either they turn to the dark side, or they get killed. In the EU, EU there's uh, Cam Solazar, who survives it. He turns to the dark side, uh, for a time. Uh, Vergere is off, you know, with the Yuzong Vong. She survives it. Kip, Kipi. I don't remember him. What? Kip Duran. Okay. No, he's not a Jedi though. Okay. Um. Obi-Wan and Yoda, that's it. Three Jedi, four Jedi, maybe. Cool. That's it, survive the, the purge. And then we have Empire number 35. It's an all-Vader one. And it deals with uh, Vader uh, hunting the rebel fleet on Yabim, Jabim. That's it. And then uh, we also have the Star Wars Comics Companion Guide. Mm. That will be released The chronology. Soon. Yes. That will be cool. It, the definitive guidelines spanning two twenty-five thousand years of Star Wars history. It's very, very interesting. When is it coming out? I don't have that okay. information. Date, okay. But uh, writer Wyndham and Daniel Wallace, who edited the, uh, the essential chronologies, very good guides, have and said. Essential uh, guides, yeah. Yes, it's uh, it should be you know this year sometime. There's also a lot of hubbub about uh, Lucas was at uh, Show West. He was talking about Star Wars. They're they're talking about 3D and how 3D they're going to bring it back or something, and it's becoming more and more uh, possible. Um, some say that uh, 
George Lucas is going to bring it back in 2007, Star Wars, on 30 the 3D. 30, year, 30 years? Yeah, it's a big thing, but um, a lot of people I read, originally I was reading all the coverage from Show West on Any Cool News, and after the, the, the weekend it o- was over, Harry Knowles comments on 3D, and I'm just about to rip him a big one. So, uh, he's a retard. Like, seriously? What are you, stupid? Like, come on, 3D is not going to save the music. He says, oh, the movie film, the business is dying. No, it's not. No. It's just pirating has been around for a long, long time. You can't take it out. The industry has to adapt to new technologies. There's always a time, you know, in between, you know, when stuff changes. Now, 3D, people aren't, don't really care about 3D. Honestly, People have been to IMAX movies wearing the stupid glasses, the Polaroid glasses. And, and, and it gives you headache if, it you're, gives not, you, if, if you're, you're not used to it. Yeah. Exactly, it gives you headaches. <laughs> and uh, I cannot imagine like a two-hour movie, people throwing up because exactly. they're it's, sick. It's, it's, it's not realistic. And uh, he says that it will stop pirating because um, what he said that uh, people won't be able to get the same experience at home. So, um, excuse me. Star is coming out of TV. <laughs> it, it, all it adds, really, is depth to the picture. Now, uh, I don't mind it. I, I, it's okay, but um, I'm not going to pay what they're going to cost because they're going to have to retrofit all their theaters. That means they're going to bump up the price to at least maybe forty to twenty dollars mm-hmm. Canadian. Uh, it's probably going to be higher in some places, twenty-five, thirty dollars for one movie, two and a half hours. Are you stupid? I will wait and buy it on DVD. But it will cost me about $25, $30. And the technology will be there. I, I'm working at work on computer, and I work on tr- uh, in 3D to do uh, cartography with satellite images. The technology is there. You can create a false impression of 3D uh, with a, a, sta- a still image now and, uh, and a model. So there's no problem. There's no, there's no problem with the, with the technology. I don't think it's, I don't think it's be accepted. Mm. I just don't see the point of it. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't. It's 3D. It's not. It's not within the uh, traditional movie thing. There's sound, image, depth. I guess it'll play around, but it's mostly the computers. A lot of times, no. I, it will be cool. It, it would be cool, but I'm not going to pay more money to see it in 3D. No. Anyway, I don't think it'll save uh, the movie industry. If anything, it'll hurt it because everything's going. They're going to have to rebuy. They're going to have to buy new uh, equipment and retrofit theaters. That costs a lot of money. Like even digital. What? How many theaters in Canada, fashion have they, digital? They, they you know, should, they should do digital first, and when the digital is everywhere, now we'll go. Let, let's actually further. announce the bad news to the Vancouver Star Wars fans. Uh, famous players will not be showing Star Wars and digital in your area because they shipped your old digital projector to Montreal because Montreal needs it desperately. What? Yeah. That's w- that's where the Paramount get, get is yeah. getting is yeah. From the Vancouver theater. Oh damn! And they don't have another. No, the other one is they in have Toronto. two in Canada. There's two. There's one in Toronto. In there was one in Toronto and BC. Now it's one in Toronto and Montreal. And the AMC, it's a digital. The AMC is a it's digital. A the AMC as as more uh, all over Canada. Okay. I do believe. It's I got don't about know. Five or seven digital uh, screens. Okay. All over Canada. Oh. Bummer for you guys. 
Well, I don't know. I'm going to talk to Sebastian about what we're going to do about that. We're going to be crazy fans. Yeah, Vancouver, yeah. I'm sorry. I think Danny, Danny, Danny yeah, I I'm Dan. working tomorrow. I'm, I'm working and like <laughs> two hours after the, the And Brian, here's the answer to what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do the premiere, but that's going to be in the community update, so go on. Okay, well, I was going to go, like, I was going to, I'm going to go to our party, and then at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to drive downtown, and I'm going to go see it in digital. Okay, whatever, go on. Okay, that's We're going to talk about... Oh, that's it? Oh, well, I'm pretty much. Like Okay. Uh, we can mention what's on the DVD that's accompanying the soundtrack. I didn't know. No? Okay. I kind of shut out of Star Wars <laughs> Episode 3 stuff. Okay, there will be a 70-minute DVD. And uh, there will be 16 video, uh, musical video, uh, musical clips from the six movies. Uh, also, there will be in chrono- chronological order of the saga. Cool. Cool. And uh, each video will uh, will have an introduction by Ian McDermott, and it will be a, a montage uh, uh, of image uh, with audio excerpt and dialogue from the movie. Cool. Pretty cool. And uh, music by John Williams. Of course, it will be remixed. In Dolby Digital 5.1, the DVD will contain a special video uh, with the Battle of Heroes clip. There you go. Cool. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> Got distracted you with my gun there. No, it was before. And that's it. That's pretty much it, Mr. Fisto. If there's anything else, I'll, I'll just break in and dis- disturb like Sebastian. Not Danny. Danny's a good guy. But Sebastian, you know, I, I don't even have a, you know, <laughs> a segment. So. But se- Dude, but the, the show is your Yeah, segment. exactly. I was about okay, to say, okay. it's, you, it's your show. Okay. We just talk. You just you just allow us to, to blabber on for <laughs> hours and hours and That's hours. Right. So, we're going to go to D. Come here, Ted. So, we're going to go into the community update by starting with Miss Katie Johnson. She How's she doing? Uh, apparently, she's doing pretty well. It's good so far. Uh, there's going to be a little wrist, wristbands that you're going to be able to purchase at Star Wars Celebration 3. I'm getting one. Yay! Uh, I, I know we're going to be selling them at our table at the Fan Force party. There's, they're probably going to be at the uh, at the entrance as well. Uh, and by the Bible first... And Fan Twin and another... And the Fan Force table will be having them, I believe. Uh, and they, they're at the convention uh, in four days. That's right, in all C of the convention center, which is the Fanfare Hall. That's where they have also the race for the troop, the, 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 the robots race. And Ooh, I can't wait to like play that. that. Yeah, the 501st Olympics and the Droid Yard 500. That looks, yeah. That's going to be fun. Cool. Are you, are you getting w- pegged? Are you gonna g- are you gonna pick up uh, one for a droid? Oh, I'm gonna be a droid. <laughs> no, so it, that's the that's the uh, the droid hunt. That's yeah, the, the droid, droid hunt. That's, that's, that's fun. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, to the, the droid uh, 500. It's all people who did. the... Uh, what happened? Uh, had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. And we're back to Star Wars Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. 
How about to go into the community update as I was discussing Katie Johnson's updates? Uh, as we were saying, we're talking about the wristbands uh, that will be sold at Star Wars Celebration 3 to encourage uh, little girl. And uh, it's not encourage is uh, to fundraise, fundraise no, yeah. but it's support to support Katie and her family, Halpin Johnson and the mother. And this is I'm getting pumped up. So basically, even George Lucas actually got into the cause and uh, sent her a nice little Christmas card. So congratulations, George! Very nice move from your part, you and your secretary. Um, also. Uh, just make sure that that's it. You get those little wristbands. They're gonna be real cute. Everybody's gonna be wearing them, and they're pink. I mean, what could you ask for more? There you go. So make sure to visit www.4kt.org. That's f-o-r-k-a-t-i-e.org, mm-hmm. and uh, can go donate a little bit of. Uh, oh, we forgot something. Of your cash. I'm not done. In the pulse. Okay, we're, uh, we're uh, getting back on it. Pulse. Oh, pulse. Forgot something. Apparently. Yes, we ca- we cannot pass over the Star Wars toilet paper, man. The Star Wars toilet paper? Oh yeah, yeah, we forgot about that. I didn't hear about this. Are you? Are you? Uh, I swear to God, it's in Austria. The their their the <laughs> Star Wars toilet paper, dude. Wipe your ass, will I? Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like come that's on. It's enough. It's it overkill, man. <laughs> That's should go to Lucas like licensing. Say, are, come you on, guys. are you ready? A little to bit wa- sh- Do you have no shame? Come on, guys. <laughs> are you ready <laughs> to wipe your ass as a Jedi Master? <laughs> what do you can't? What do you I'm think? Sh- I'm uh, sure they'd have like Sebastian as their spokesperson for Star Wars, like a toilet paper, and he'd totally do it. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> See. <laughs> okay, so going back to the <laughs> community update, we, we had to mention it. Well, there's a line in L.A. And they're standing outside the yeah. Chinese theater. Oh, and um, did you know that our good friend Nicholas, Nick, Nick Lacroix, will be going there, hopefully, to stand in line in front of the correct theater. Okay, <laughs> correct theater. <laughs> um, I don't think he'll be going. He wants to go to the Chinese theater, but I'm thinking it won't be there. Yeah. I w- don't know. Would, would you take the chance? Uh, you know Me? Heck no. I'm no. staying in Montreal. I'm going with Sebastian. I know Sebastian's <laughs> going to get movies. So I've got my bases covered because I know Sebastian will make the movie come, or or I'll just follow Sebastian. I'm just gonna take the film and rub it the right way. Exactly, it's gonna get all wet. Come on, <laughs> we're we're just <laughs> we're just lacking professionalism here. Vader was seduced. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is just sad, really. So, you're listening to Ride That Jedi by Fatboy Roberts. <laughs> so, Nick is going to be going to LA. That's really nice. Uh, hopefully, the guys from the Grammys and are actually going to get the movie. And I hope they do, because Star Wars at the Grammys is this very good tradition ever since 1977. So, knock on wood for those guys. I'm going to say a little prayer for Let's you. Let's hope them. But... Uh, if uh, Nick does go there, maybe we can talk to him yeah. one day. We're going to be calling them. Of mm. course we're going to be calling them anyway. We can call them right now. Just find me the number. <laughs> okay. So uh, tomorrow uh, in the community uh, near you, actually in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. In Chicago, Illinois, Matt Stover will be signing the Revenge of the Sid book. Uh, then he will actually be over in 
other locations in the United States. And uh, I'm going to be, he's going to be in Colorado on April on uh, April 15th, in Florida April 8th, that's a few days ago, Illinois, Maryland, <sighs> Michigan April 14th, I love the way they do this, he's going to be in New York on April 12th, he's going to be in North Carolina, he was in North Carolina on April 2nd, he's going to be in Utah on April 17th and April 18th. And uh, make sure to visit the Forge.net webpage about Matt Stover's tour book si- tour book tour signing. I'm gonna dump the link straight. Dump in. the link. Oh, it's dumpage. Let's see, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm dumping it. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I quit. <laughs> Can I quit? <laughs> Can I do that? Uh, April 16, we'll see the Nexus Collectors Fair in Western un- 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 Australia. Conventions, conventions and shows are really, really bad. Uh, Nexus Collectors Fair action figures, cards, comics, ties, and sci-fi will be happening on Saturday, April 16, 2005 at a park recreation center in Cornacant and Gloucester Street in East Victoria Park, Western Australia at 9 a.m. to noon. It's like a yard sale, basically. <laughs> then we all have lunch and celebrate our love for Star Wars. It's uh, $1.50 per entry. Children under 8 can come in free. Uh, that's cool. I thought that was like... Uh I thought that was every day we had lunch together and we celebrate Star Wars. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> but that's like another sort of celebration. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, on the same day in the UK, there's going to be uh, the Western, at Western Supermare, the Galaxy of Stars, staring David Prowse, Kenny Baker, Jeremy Bullock, Richard Bonahill, he was Troopers, uh, some Trooper and Reese, Tim Dry, who was Whippet, Carolyn Dickerson, Mon Mothma, she's a very nice gal, I highly reconsider you go meet her. Sean Crawford, who was Yakface the Infamous, and the UK Star Wars Garrison, of course. Five will first. Always there when you need them. And from April 21st to 24th, well, for those of you not going to Star Wars Celebration 3, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You'll miss the party. Yeah. Well, if well, you're like listening that. to us right now and you're in Quebec and or you, you're near Quebec and you've got absolutely nothing to do, there's going to be a collector show happening somewhere in the outskirts of Montreal, so you can always go <laughs> to that. Did you mention the uh, the one I? Uh I'm getting to okay. it. Uh, on April 29th to May 2nd, there's going to be episode two and three uh, actors at Collector Mania in the UK. That's Milton Keynes, uh, UK. And on April 30th, the New York line will begin lining up. For more information on not the, New, not the New York line, but Collectors Mania, you can go to www.collectormania7, and that's what was also called the Star Wars reunion. But there's going to be like a bunch of people at that convention. So if you're like really into media people and want to get a lot of autographs, that's your place that's to go. Place. And in terms of the New York line, we feel free to get by the uh, Star Wars uh, fan force boards. You can find all the information over there for sure. And on in May 2005, I'm looking for the date right now, the exact date. Where is it? May 6 to 8, 2005 at the Carefree Resort in Carefree, Arizona. Those people are really carefree. <laughs> it's going to be Labricon 31st, and that's a very nice litcon, a.k.a. literary con. Mm-hmm. Don't like one I just came back, but like most probably better, because they're Star Wars guests, like Dave Dorman. He's one of the great artists. Uh, he's the guest of honor over there. Kevin J. Anderson, 
Mr. Weapon of the Month himself. Yeah. Uh, Bear Burge. Bear Burge. Bear. Again. Bear Burge is going to be there. Uh, the local artist Sarah Clemens and music guest Mitchell Bernstein Clapp will be there. And there's Rebecca Muesta, right? With what? Kevin Jenderson. His wife is there, right? Rebecca Muesta? Yeah. I don't know. She. she most probably. Uh, I, th- I, I saw it on the, uh, well, the email. I did, did, are you checking the email? I'm actually oh, checking the website. Okay, okay. I'm actually checking the website. So if okay. it's in the email, then Rebecca's going to be there. But She's always with her Yeah, husband, that's so. it. They're pretty much glued together. And it's cool because they're a really nice couple, you know. I've never met them myself, but mm-hmm. I've only heard good of them. Except for that super weapon of the month part. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story, people. Come and meet us at Star Wars Celebration because we're going to be having a show... That's right. Even more than one show. We're going to be pre-recording a show at the Star Wars Fan Force party that's going to be happening on Friday. <laughs> Brian knows nothing. But actually, you know what? This is all Star Wars Celebration 3 stuff. So let's go into the Star Wars Celebration 3 update. There's we also Michael Stackpole at uh, Leprechaun. Cool. Leprechaun? Leprechaun. Jeez, what a downer. Well, being in Arizona, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Hit the music. Hit the music. Big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim territories. Order! We shall have order! The crowds are going nuts! So I'm I'm gonna start very quickly into the Star Wars Celebration Tree update by the Star Wars Fan Force party that's happening on the Friday evening from 7 to 11 at the Hyatt Regency Ballroom. It's on the second floor. You really can't miss it. That's where all the people are going to be like talking and having real lots of fun just full of the loud noise because Star Wars Andrex is going to be there as well. We're going to be pre-recording a show. We want to know what you're liking of the party, what you liked of the convention thus far. And all kinds of little things like that. And Just because anything Star Wars. That's right. We'll be uh, selling some uh, wristbands for the good cause of uh, Katie. And uh, that's one of the shows we're going to do. That's actually a special edition show. But we have an official Star Wars on Direct show that's going to be happening from local hour Indianapolis, 1800 hours. 6 Should o'clock. 6 p.m. o'clock. Yeah. 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. PM. 7 o'clock Eastern. Ten o'clock, no, uh, four o'clock Pacific. Yeah, aren't you the smart guy? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> and we're going to be broadcasting live from uh, one of our hotels room. We're not sure yet exactly or which. Or maybe one. a bar with internet near the hotel or something. You know, you never know. Dude, I that's don't what think room so. service is for. I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay. We're I gonna we're gonna steal like kegs of beer or something. No, I was thinking uh, like w- in the uh, in Toronto with the the wireless and stuff yeah. like that. I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think That's so like because I would be idea. allowed in. Stupid yeah. laws in their press society. That's right, Brian is sadly not going to be legal <laughs> drinking age in Indianapolis. <laughs> Congratulations, United so States. So sorry. Congratulations. Go <laughs> <Full> fascism. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. That's not cool. So, uh... There's tons of stuff that, of stuff that are going to be happening over there, and uh, I'm actually going to go over the guest list uh, one last time. I want to tell you first that we're going to have a show this coming Thursday, from seven to nine approximately, yeah. about Star Wars Celebration Three. It's like right. OC. It's right. I know. I'm missing Survivor. He's missing. I'm Survivor. missing Survivor too. 
Should we do this another day? Because like, like it was No, it's okay. There's Survivor. no because there's a team. Survivor. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go over the list anyway. There's George Lucas who's finally gonna be there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's gonna be in in Europe, and that's why he had to show up there. Because if he was to show up in Europe again yeah. and not in Here. the United States. It would have been like a total rampage or something. <laughs> uh, Warwick Davis and Jay Lagaya will be both the Master of Ceremonies for Celebration 3. Uh, some behind-the-scenes people are going to be there. Dan Gregoire, Dave Elsie, Don Bees, Eric Timmons, Lou Elsie, Nick Gillard, John Knoll, Robert Guyet, Ryan Church, Ian McKay, Robert E. Barnes. And in the front scenes, you have, of course, Rick McCullum and Jake Lloyd who are going to be there. You're going to have, in terms of autograph people, you can uh, have them sign your whatever you want like your Ride That Jedi t-shirt for instance because Amy Allen's gonna be there oh yes if she thinks it's of good taste you know yeah. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, go especially and ex- we're yeah. gonna go and explain her the, the actual story of the old your thing. actual fantasy no? no it wasn't me it started with like Mikael it one did? of our staff from yeah what did he say it's all oh Forget it. <laughs> David Barkley's going to be there. Jerome, Jerome Blake's going to be there. Paul Blake's going to be there. Carolyn Blakeson's going to be there. Michonne Bouriag's going to be there. Sean Crawford's going to be there. Gary Hagen's going to be there. Christine Hewitt. Gerald Holm. Jesse Jensen. Zach Jensen. Nahili Krishan. Richard Le Parmentier. Ian Liston. Shannon McRandall. Rena Owen. Mary Oyaya. Toby Philpott. Mike Quinn. Tim Rose. Alan Roscoe. Michael Sheard. Harley Shoshan. Buddy Tihoy Taylor, Femi Taylor, Simon Williamson, Kenny Baker, Walt Brown, Jeremy Bullock, Sandy Finlay, Michael Kingma, Bailing, Daniel Logan, Peter Mayhew, and his wife, of course, Tamara Morrison. No, the, the, the wife of Peter, not <laughs> yeah. Tamara Morrison, but. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Mayhew and his wife, Angelica, Tamara Morrison, Ray Park, Dave Prowse, Leanna Walsman, Matt Wood. Billy, the, Billy Deadman D. Williams will be there, so then the he can. Fi- man. So then he can finally have his framed picture signed by all three people. I I won't even bring it. <laughs> like thirty bucks to get that picture signed, man. Well, you have everybody else signed. I have a, a picture with Darth Vader, Boba Fett, and Lando. I have Vader and Boba Fett signed the same picture, and I could. Uh, I he's only missing. Should Billy. do it, man. Should do it. Pure pressure. Pure Bring pressure. the picture. Bring Pure the pressure. <laughs> In terms of artists, there's going to be tons of artists over there. There's the Star Wars Celebration 3 art show that's going to be uh, uh, displayed on four on the four days, and they're even going to they're even willing to actually draw yourself in your costume or do a little sketch pad of you. So that's a really cool. great opportunity for you guys to you know have fun and get a really great memorabilia from Star Wars Celebration 3. So in the artist division, we have Steve Anderson, Matt Bush, Jeffrey Chandler, Joe Caroni, Cynthia Cummins, Dave Dorman, Jan Durzama, Tommy Lee Edwards, Tom Hodge, Adam Huge, and Allison Son, Randy Martinez, Clark Mitchell, Monty Moore, Jason Palmer, David Rabbit, Brian Rod, Sunio Sanda, Howard M. Shum, Kat Staggs, King Stacey, Chris Travis, Jerry Vanderstelt, Russell Walk, Sarah Wilkinson, and Brent Woodside. Damn. It's going to be a busy hard show, and I think it's just a good thing because we're going to see tons and tons of stuff. And in terms of authors, thus far have been confirmed Aaron Alston, Troy Denning, Michael A. Stackpole, Matthew Woodring Stover, J.W. Rinsler, Karen Travis, <laughs> and Timothy Zan. Cool. 
So there you go. That's that's a fairly good lineup. I mean, like considering that George Lucas is going to show up. <laughs> I can't imagine the line when they announce which. It's like which people are going to start be doing. It's like we're going to know on the Friday when it's going to happen and where it's going to happen. We're going to know Thursday, and we're going to start, and we're actually going to start on that day. The, the, on the that line day. on the art, uh, on the outside will be the line on the inside. That's it, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I, I I really hope I get to go see him. Yeah, me. But too. like, I would almost not go see him, and I'd rather go see somebody a more passionate speaker. He doesn't strike me as someone who's a good speaker. You know, because I've seen him on audio commentaries, and he's just kind of not as more exciting. Like I guess I saw Kevin Smith, and he was <sighs> fucking took yeah. the mic and like uh, he owned it. <laughs> but uh, I know, don't know. I I I've never. But he's seen a fan. He's not the creator between of. Between no, but it's different though. George he, Lucas, of his own stuff. He is yeah. the creator, okay. and he's much more of a passionate speaker. I yeah. don't. know. I've yeah. never seen George Lucas. Speak well, if you give me the choice between Steve Sansweet and George Lucas, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. It will depend on what. I don't think is. you will have that choice. I think it'll be like Steve will warm up the crowd, and then you'll Steve will and interview then George, probably. and then George will and then kill I, everything. And then you'll have Rick come on. Ooh, I'm Rick. And then <laughs> 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 what the hell was that? Exactly what Rick does. <laughs> and then you'll have George come on, and then I'll be like, Rick will be like, Oh, George Lucas, <laughs> and then Steve will be like. Hey, would you got an opinion or something? Blah 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 blah. You won't actually get to ask any questions or this. Okay. Well, it's not they would never end, and people would kill each other to get yeah. a question. Yeah. Like, and they'd be like, "Okay, first to that that podium, and like d- everyone's dead." Like, just I just can't <laughs> imagine Sebastian. Hey, George, For, uh, Sebastian from Star Wars on the Star Wars. What? I would I would so go like that if I ever if I ever actually ask a question to someone. I'm so Sebastian you know, from Star Wars on Direct. I'm gonna present myself this way. They're never gonna let me go to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you see uh, Steve or anybody who recognize you. And he, if this guy go near the mic, like get a trooper on him. Five first, just come here, come here, come tackle him. <laughs> actually, in the uh, Star Wars Celebration three forums of the FanForce.net, uh, there's actually a little thread that's been started about uh, uh, what questions should be asked to Mr. Lucas. And it's actually a fairly good idea to actually have a thread like that because you know what? If you're listening to us right now and you intend to actually go up to the microphone and say, "Mr. Lucas, can you shake my hands at the end of that show?" You're gonna get killed, man. Just ask and a if question. You just, if you just go ask like, "Why Jar Jar?" You're gonna get killed. Ask a really good question that's gonna interest everybody that we haven't have the had the answer yet in any media interview or anything. Wow! Now people take that. You have, what, 10 days? Yeah. Think. Do your homework. <laughs> and don't... Uh, pay attention, people. Don't just... Get, George, can you sign my uh, my T-shirt? Can you sign my Yorks are cool? No, he won't. <laughs> he won't. Just ask a smart question. Because at the Kevin Smith thing, oh boy, if you asked a stupid question, you got booed off. Of the, you got booed. <laughs> yeah. The crowd was merciless. There you go. And, <laughs> and like, I mean, even Kevin celebration, that, you're not even going to get booed. You're just going to get your head's going to get swiped off by a lightsaber or something. Mm-hmm. There you go. You can have a million master replica people. Like, he's throwing their lightsabers. So, other interesting activities will be Lego Star Wars Celebration 3 com- Competition, uh, Celebration 3 Art Show. Star Wars in 30 Minutes will be one of the uh, the, the many uh, theatrical presentations at the Star Wars Celebration 3. 
Jedi Training Academy is back. Uh, there's going to be the Celebration 3 Creative Force, which are the guys from ILM. The Star Wars Kids Room is going to be back, of course. So kids can be babysitted all day with uh, great Babysat. folks. Babysat all day like with great folks like Anna Kay. He showed, showed them like how to draw last time. It was really interesting. Uh, so I'm told by some of the guys from Toronto who attended. Uh, there's there they actually released. Can we actually show up or are we gonna be like, you're a pervert, go away. <laughs> there they actually released uh, four pages of the little catalog that's gonna be part of the program book that's gonna be sold over at the Star Wars Celebration. And if you wanna make your budget right now for all the pins, the shirts, the action figures, the case, actually I'm really glad the star case they made for the talking the talking Darth Vader are only three dollars. That's a fairly good price. Uh, and StarWarsShop.com is even going to be there. And, of course, returning for third year in a row, Celebration 3 Tattoo Art Show. What is the tattoo? How are they going to run it? Because I can just imagine these guys standing there all standing day. There all like, day. Like, like, oh, look at my back. It's probably pictures of Yeah, Star I hope so. It's picture of, or it's, I think it's, I, I, I think. But you really can get a tattoo there. I you think. can get a tattoo? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, man. I think cra- tattoos first are crazy, and getting them one at a con is crazier. No offense to anyone who does it. I just think it's crazy. <laughs> I do crazy things too. Don't worry. And uh, mo- like they have, they've, they've actually released a schedule a few weeks ago. You can go and visit that in order to check out what's happening. And uh, we'll be sure talking about it. That's it on the Thursday show. So it's going to be the tattoo art display, and it's pictures of your tattoos that, that are going to be there. And the tattoo competition is going to is going to happen. It's going to happen from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, it's going to be an hour and a half long uh, during the dinner time. So if you've got nothing to do, just grab a sandwich in the convention hall and <laughs> manage to get yourself Watch into that room. people getting hurt. No, no, no. Ju- but just see like, cool stuff. Like some people have Yoda as the, in the Clone Wars. We've got our friend Martin who has the Chewbacca on his back. So some of these tattoos are really, really well done. Um, also on Celebration 3 News... If you go onto the Star on, on the Force.net's boards to this, uh, the Fan Force Celebration 3 part, Sebulba X, one of the moderators, the RSA 4 Celebration 3, has posted a blurry, very blurry picture of something that will be at Celebration 3. Yes. Now, I've guessed what it is. Okay. Have you, Sebastian? I haven't looked at the... It's a very blurry picture, but you have to think back. It's in the last year. What was built, put on display, then taken apart? Now, how would someone in Fan Force know, be able to get pictures of it before it before it was displayed? Now, I've given away way too, way, way, way too many hints at this point. I can even see it in that picture. I can see it. Yeah, of course you can see it. But you, if if you look at the. Um, you, you gotta cross the colors. That's all. No, no, no. It's you have to move your head away. You're way too close, Danny, to look yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my wires are not far, <laughs> not uh, long enough. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it, that it, in the it, chat it, right it now. It looks like a clone trooper or something. But it's not. No. Here, Danny, you can really, really blur your eyes. Move back. Move. No, no. Move back. Here you go. Look. Oh, okay. X-wing. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, if that's your guess. Okay, that's my guess. <laughs> Start making your bids. Woo! So you can go check that out. It's if if you're savvy, 
you will get it after everything I just said. Mm. So there you go. Promises to be a lot of fun. We hope we will see you there. Uh, if we've got like we're not too tired and we've got absolutely nothing else to do, which we've is, got nothing. To, I've got nothing to do on Wednesday night, which is most probably the case. We'll most probably be uh, doing some other shows. Uh, we might test a broadcast. Yes, yeah. testing something uh, half an hour. Or I know there's a lot of after hours uh, events that are actually going to be going on, so tune into the show on Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah, it's well, actually, all no. Taken up. Yeah, well, that's it because tune in on the show on Thursday and you'll find out all the after hour fun that's happening over there and where you should be. That are confir- confirmed or not? Because there yeah. are, there are some that are not confirmed, so. Well, well, well hours. in in terms of after hours, pretty uh, much uh, after hour room parties. Uh, yeah, that's it. Like Texas Hold'em tournament, yeah. like Sabin Sabak tournament with a twist <laughs> of lime. <Yeah. laughs> There's some drinking game there, or <laughs> there you go. Uh, also, I want to mention that a sits journal by Michael Smith's old drama series will be returning with it with with its second episode. It's starring Requiem of the Outcast, uh, Rich Siegfried, and with the debut of Casey Brown, the regular series role as narrator. I uh, was unable to fill that role, sadly, in the first episode. For the third episode, is already in the works. It will be featured about the Padawan and Master coming soon. So you can take a look, uh, I'm fairly sure, on StarWarsFanWorks.com for more information concerning that audio drama. And this pretty much concludes the community update. Okay. And now we're going to go to a short break. We're going to be listening to Just Because by James Addiction. And we'll be right back to Star Wars on the Rack, the voice of Star Wars fandom, talking about The Clone Wars, Season 3.
Toy Palace est le seul arrêt pour vos produits dérivés de Star Wars. Vous y retrouverez toutes les collections Hasbro de Power of the Force 2 jusqu'à la récente collection Original Trilogy, ainsi que de nombreux produits d'autres licenciés Star Wars, tels que Atacus, Master Epica, Cop 3, Gentle Giant. Branchez-vous et faites l'expérience de l'achat en ligne chez Toy Palace, le numéro 1 d'Europe pour les produits dérivés de Star Wars, www.toy-palace.com. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, my right. Roger, roger. All Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Paul Rudish, the art director from Clone Wars Cartoon, and you're listening to Star Wars Undirect. And welcome back to Star Wars Undirect, the voice of Star Wars fandom. <laughs> sort of taken by surprise. Still trying to put the webcam up for you guys to see us going totally delirious right now, just some incompatibility pro trouble with the program itself and Danny's webcam <laughs> for some reason. But a PC won't. <laughs> no, no, a Mac won't. No, Mac always does. That's why Catwoman did it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Catwoman in... What? I don't know what you're talking Can we get on with the subject, please, Let's Danny? talk about the Clone Wars Season 3. Oh, yeah. Like, was it the best season of Clone Wars ever? Or what? I thought th there was humor, good action scenes. So it was... It was fun to watch if you don't consider the continuity. Because there's major error, it's not... It's tot totally out of track with Labyrinth of Evil to, uh, yeah. to blend in with the uh, Revenge of the Sith uh, opening, so that's not cool. Anyway, well, I watched it with my brother. And uh, he really enjoyed it. He really liked it. You know, he really liked. He still really likes Clone Wars season one and two. And uh, the f we watched the first two one night, and then we started on the third one. I fell asleep halfway through, <laughs> and he watched you know a good chunk. And I woke up. My mom's telling James to go to bed. Whoa, oh, I'm awake. I'm awake. 
<laughs> I, I kind of found it dull. Honestly, like, um, it was kind of not as good as the other ones, mm-hmm. basically because um, they were too long. I liked the first I one. I didn't, I, and I found Anakin's story totally boring. Oh, yeah. Like, Anakin, like, come on. I want to see Anakin dig into, like, some droids or something. Like, the first the first chapter of the first season, of the third season, really good. Like, really, like, ma- fast action, you know, diversity. And then we go to this, like, stupid planet where these people don't even speak basic. <laughs> and there's no subtitles. I did like every episode, every scene with clone troopers. That was the clone troopers were great, man. Yeah. And then like Shakti and the two alien and the hammerhead and the the guy who doesn't talk English but has like a kazoo or something yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. That was okay, but you know, like I didn't oh, identify man. with any of the Jedi. Like I didn't like I don't know who these guys are. This took me an Ethkoth. <laughs> I know him. Uh, th- there are two uh, character that were not chosen by the public, but there was. Added to the uh, their unknown. Yeah. Device. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah it's, I, that's why I didn't like. And then like uh, Grievous was cool. He was badass, but you should have killed Shakti. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Instead I know. of uh, putting her on electric. Wires. Yeah, that was kind of like we're gonna save her because she's in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's come on, come on, guys. <laughs> Kill her or put another Jedi in. Yeah. Someone who is not in the movie. Uh, I'm sure you could find up someone. Yeah. Eh, it was okay. Uh, non, the parts were without Anakin. With the, with Anakin, are kind of like, you know, you kind of is got this whole story where Anakin's like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill Padme, in his like kind of in his way, but then it's kind of like, uh, it doesn't quite happen like that at all. I don't know. It's of uh, the continuity. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. It was fun. My brother really liked it. I, and he's he's the basic target age, you know, like mm-hmm. kids, you know, ten, twelve, maybe thirteen, fifteen. Uh, it was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't as good as mm-hmm. it could have been. I found the first two seasons were a lot better. Yeah, they were shorter, which kept the action up, and they were kind of like Sesame Street bite sized commercials, which I really enjoyed. Which is right for the format, mm-hmm. and it was too long. I think the. Um one of the things I've, I've actually noticed is the lack of continuity, actually, as we were talking earlier. Because, especially with the audiobook that we're going to talk about, and the book that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about later, uh, there are some references in the book that you can actually see happening in the Clone Wars, which shouldn't be, because they're actually going to be happening in the movie. So it's really messing like with people's head when you're doing some certain, actually, sh- scenes from the movie, basically, mm-hmm. into the Clone Wars. But, well, not... Not without really doing it. So yeah, the whole scenes with, like, the Wookiees and stuff. Yeah. What happened? Uh, head flight, weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Hello, America, Canada, England, and wherever else you find folks might be while tuning in to this episode of Star Wars on Direct. It's been months since I last took Danny and the gang up on their offer of appearing via pre-recorded Nathan's Rumbling segments, and since then, we've had a chance to do some live call-ins, or call-outs. Not really sure about that one. On tonight's topic, though, I couldn't resist. People expect a rant from one of these, and I do believe tonight's the night for one. Season 3 of the Clone Wars micro-series has been, at least for me and many other continuity buffs, a gigantic disappointment. The first 20 episodes that comprise seasons 1 and 2, or Volume 1 in DVD parlance, were tough on continuity. 
they weren't meant to be in continuity when being written and produced, so of course there were going to be some flubs, sometimes major, in fitting them into continuity after the fact when Lucasfilm said, eh, sure, let's toss them on in there. We had the introduction of Ventress to Dooku long after it must have happened, but they fixed that by moving those two chapters to a few months before the rest of the series. The Kit Fisto chapter on Mon Calamari had already been mentioned in a Holonet News article set a bit after the cartoon series, so they just bumped that one out of the normal lineup as well and plopped it into a short time afterward. No big deal. We got Chapter 18, where we saw the destruction of Anakin's modified Jedi Starfire, the Azure Angel. But never fear, the continuity simply had him modify another one, the Azure Angel 2, crafty name there, which then appeared in Dreadnoughts of Rendilli. No problem. In Chapter 19, Anakin sent Asajj Ventress to her apparent doom, and then, in Chapter 20, stole her ship, the Last Call, and left her for dead on Yavin 4. Not a huge problem, I suppose, if we figure she somehow used the Force to save herself and waited for Dooku's people to come check on her and take her away from the moon. They've already fixed the number of times she's had her ship stolen by saying in Yoda Dark Rendezvous that Dooku has had several made for her after they were destroyed or stolen. Chapter 20 left many of us annoyed. It ended on a cliffhanger that seemed to have left Shakti, Kakirk, and Ayla Secura incapacitated and possibly dead, though we knew they'd all reappear later, so we weren't too worried, and it left it looking as though Ki Mundi was about to be next. Again, we saw him later, so we figured he survived, of course, but for those who just watched the cartoon, it must have been confusing to see him in the trailers for Revenge of the Sith. Those were problems, to be sure. But in the grand scheme of things, after having now seen Season 3's episodes 21 through 25, we were oh so lucky and innocent back then. My, how times have changed. This time around, Gindy Tartakovsky and the others involved with the series knew beforehand that their work was going to be in continuity. That was decided between Season 2 and the start of work on Season 3. They knew it was supposed to blend in. It even seems that they were at least vaguely aware of what happens in the last few chapters of Labyrinth of Evil. But vague is about as good as it gets. Now, hopefully they're just trying to summarize what happens between episodes 2 and 3 by something that is an alternate historical view on events. You know, Chris Sarasi's old line about how stories are all windows into the Star Wars saga, but some windows are clearer than others. But it didn't have to be that way. This could have been a clear window, right alongside the concurrent events in Labyrinth of Evil and Reversal of Fortune. But it wasn't. We start with Chapter 21. The battle on Hypori ends, they fix any misconceptions about Ki, Ayla, and Shakti by making sure they're able to leave the planet. But Kukirk, who appears later in issues of Republic, once very prominently in a scene with Quinlan Voss? Nope, he's left looking quite dead in a shot that forced Leland Chi to backpedal and tell us that he was just in a sort of healing hibernation. Those types of explanations shouldn't be necessary, and wouldn't have been if Tarnakovsky and his team cared about continuity of characters. I mean, would it have been that hard to have Kukirk picked up too, or just not show him laying on the ground presumably dead? How about a throwaway line saying he'll be picked up later? Something! Later in that chapter, the story just flows right along into the Jedi Council having a discussion on granting knighthood to Anakin, and then into gold coverings being introduced for C-3PO, then to Anakin's knighting, and then Anakin leaves in one of the newer Jedi Starfighters. Again, none of this happens right after Chapter 20 of the micro-series. It can't. We've already seen how Anakin's knighthood is determined in Jedi Trials set years later. We've already seen that he still has the Azure Angel 2 in Dreadnoughts of Rendilli. The answer to this one was even more convoluted than the last season's issues. We're told that the scenes after those on Hypori leap all the way into the period between Yoda Dark Rendezvous and Dreadnoughts of Rendilli. Apparently, Anakin's hair magically switches styles between his mission in Jedi Trial and Dreadnoughts. Perhaps he used Miracle-Gro on his scalp. 
but for those watching the cartoon, it feels like it's a continuous segment, especially given how Ki-Adi Money talks about the encounter with Grievous in such recent terms, and Obi-Wan seems not to know Asajj Ventress's name, even though she's captured and tortured him in recent months, and his feelings about her will lead to the events in Obsession only one month later. As for the new Starfighter, we're told by Leland Chi that he simply keeps it in reserve and takes the Azure Angel 2 to Rendili. That makes sense. And even those continuity fixes, if we somehow ignore Anakin's hair, make a bit of sense. Not perfect sense, but certainly nothing to bitch too much about. And then we get into chapter 22, and it's off to the races. Zipping from problem to problem, while continuity seems to be the competitor that keeps getting smashed into the wall, leaving bloody bits behind. In chapter 22, we are greeted by a montage of shots of long-haired Jedi Knight Anakin without his scar. Then we see Padme being somewhat shocked at seeing his scar for what appears to be the first time. Well, Anakin got that scar in Dreadnoughts of Rendili, and he's only been a knight since between Dark Rendezvous and Dreadnoughts. So somehow, all of those adventures we see in the montage, which, by the way, includes Saisi Tim with a magically regrown horn on his head, but they've fixed that continuity-wise and said that, yes, it does regenerate, though certainly not in the amount of time he had between his two most recent appearances in this series, must take place. Between the knighting ceremony in Chapter 21, set just after Dark Rendezvous, and the start of Dreadnoughts of Rendili, even though we've already had Jedi Trial, Dark Rendezvous, and Dreadnoughts, all somehow crammed into one month on the Star Wars calendar, six months before Revenge of the Sith. I guess Anakin was a busy, busy little beaver. Then we see Anakin with the scars showing Padme. Didn't she see that for the first time in Obsession? Wasn't that on an entirely different planet? Lovely. But that's being written off as her just being in shock the first few times she sees it, since it's so new and unusual. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. It doesn't also help that the Revenge of the Sith novelization also shows the so-called first time she's seeing it again in a different location. And then we hit the big snag. The latter half of Chapter 22, and all of Chapters 23, 24, and 25, all take place during the Battle of Coruscant, or immediately leading up to it. These are events that are covered in great depth in Labyrinth of Evil and Reversal of Fortune. Now, Labyrinth and Reversal do their jobs well. Scenes literally mirror each other in some cases, right down to the dialogue. And while events spiral toward Palpatine being kidnapped in the novel, the web strip takes some time to break away from the action to cover Aayla Secura's mission on Felucia without growing inconsistent when the action returns to Coruscant. Consistency, though, is thrown out the window when the Clone Wars micro-series comes into play. Now, I'm not someone who believes that Tartakovsky and his cartoon team didn't bother to learn anything about Labyrinth or Reversal events before crafting their version of events. It certainly seems that at least some of the elements were purposely worked in, or it's just one hell of an amazing coincidence. But the question arises, if they could take the time to get some details right, why then not try to make it actually all fit together, instead of making it a train wreck of inconsistency? For example, in both the novel and the cartoon, Grievous first tries to nab Palpatine by going in through the large window in his office. But in the cartoon, it's just Grievous, appearing from out of nowhere. In the novel, it's a gunship filled with Grievous's droids coming after the gunship was stolen. In the novel and web strip, there are four Jedi guarding Palpatine, including Shakti, Roran Korob, Foul Muldama, and another that goes unnamed. Now, this seems to be an effort to make the novel and web strip actually take the cartoon into account, as Modama was one of the rejected pick-a-Jedi concepts for Season 2. If you don't remember, Cartoon Network put up images of three different Jedi on their website, and visitors voted on which would be seen in the opening bits of Chapter 20. The winner was a Shistavan and Wolfman Jedi named Bulvith Mon. The towels that didn't win was Foul Modama, and he reappears in the micro-series as one of the Jedi who will guard Palpatine and carry him away to supposed safety, actually earning him a bigger role in the series than the winner, Bulvith Mon. 
The other Jedi with Modama and Shakti in the cartoon is the other losing character from the Pick the Jedi contest, Roran Korob, an Ithorian. So apparently, these were purposely worked in. So whether we're dealing with the novel, the cartoon, or the web strip, it is these two cartoon-born Jedi that accompany Shakti in protecting Palpatine, and die in that service. However, the questions begin being raised again. Where in the novel are we seeing only Shakti, Modama, and Korob with Palpatine? Where are we seeing Modama fighting one-handed with Palpatine cradled under his arm like a baby? Doesn't Palpatine get taken to safety on a train? Then why are they fighting in the train station? When Grievous attacks them on the train, he's attacking them on the train, where he fights Mace Windu, which, by the way, is referenced in the Revenge of the Sith novel. Why then is he fighting Shakti and the others in the train station, then yanked away by one of the trains when Shakti twists up his cloak around part of one of the vehicles? And it gets worse, believe it or not. All during Labyrinth of Evil, Anakin and Obi-Wan are accounted for. First, they spend a while tracking down the maker of a holotransceiver that was on Newt Gunray's captured Mechno chair. Then they receive word from Palpatine that an important target has been spotted on the planet Tithe. They go there to investigate. But it's only a ruse of the Dark Lord, and while they're gone, the attack on Coruscant begins. The Separatists make haste to leave Tithe for a new planet, Nelvan, while Anakin and Obi-Wan get a transmission from Palpatine telling them about the trouble at Coruscant. Anakin and Obi-Wan race to get to Coruscant as fast as possible to assist. In the cartoon series, that doesn't happen. Oh, they're diverted to a ruse world, but it isn't Tithe. It's Nelvan itself. Now, we could say, oh, well, maybe they just gave chase after Tithe. That'd make sense. Well, it doesn't work that way either without a lot of cutting, pasting, slicing, and ignoring of various parts. They received the call to help from Coruscant from Palpatine while still on Tithe in the novel, or more appropriately aboard the cruiser as they are leaving Tithe. Would they really, knowing that it was a ruse, head off to Nelvan before heading to Coruscant? If so, why would they be contacted while on Nelvan to tell them about the trouble on Coruscant anew? And even then, it still wouldn't work. Even if we assume they go from Tithe to Nelvan, they learn about Nelvan right at the end of their transceiver mission in the novel and head straight there. Okay, we'll take that. They aren't, as the cartoon has them, at the end of a month-long mission on some rainy planet when they're contacted about the possible victory that they could score on Nelvan. Anyway you work it, Anakin and Obi-Wan have to be in two places at once to make this work. Now, I'm sure Leland Chi is going to find us a way out of this. He's been working very hard at it already. He's great at that end, and God bless him for doing so. Someone needs to keep all this contradictory stuff straight and give us a well-managed saga that acts as one whole. But the point is that these contradictions should never have risen in the first place. If they didn't want to cover the same events as Labyrinth of Evil, why not show another series of adventures with some other characters, like Reversal of Fortune's Missing to Felucia? If they wanted to cover Anakin and Obi-Wan and still cover the Battle of Coruscant, why not just do one and then the other instead of trying to make them happen simultaneously? If Grievous is coming in through the window, why not just add the damn battle droid so that it's at least relatively consistent? The third season of the Clone Wars cartoon could and should have been magnificent. They had so much going for them. A more stylized, mature Anakin, a cliffhanger from Season 2 to resolve, new vehicles and vessels to use, and a wink and a nod from Lucas himself to try creating a story that would lead cartoon viewers directly into the opening moments of Revenge of the Sith, just as James Lucino's Labyrinth of Evil would for novel readers. Instead, they botched it. What could have been a great season, and certainly is a well-done, fun season, if you completely ignore the continuity issues, turned into a continuity nightmare from which many of us now wish we could have woken up. It was a dream of more, longer, better cartoon episodes twisted into a Freddy Krueger-controlled Nightmare at 500 Republica scenario that could only have been caused by bad pizza the night before. So, Lucasfilm, Cartoon Network, Tartakovsky, and anyone else involved, thank you for heeding the fans' calls, and Lucas's call, for more episodes. Thank you for making them longer this time around. 
Thank you for pushing it further ahead into the continuity to show so much of the look and feel that we'll get in Revenge of the Sith. But shame on you, and a pox on all your houses, for how utterly and flagrantly you spit on, stepped on, then wiped your asses with continuity for chapters 21 through 25. I honestly hope these writers are never given the reins of another in-continuity Star Wars production ever again, as long as they live. Leave it to the people who know and seem to care what the hell they're doing. Of course, that's just my opinion, but you know I'm right. Now back to the boys in Canada. And remember, everybody... This is Nathan's opinion, and as he says, everybody has the right to his opinion. Exactly. He's a bit harsh, but <laughs> there's a lot of... Just a wee bit, eh? <laughs> well, actually, I've, I've got to admit... There's People in the chat were saying, we're like, like we're pretty harsh. The first thing they've heard, there was like po negative about Solo uh, Season 3, and then Nathan goes on. It makes us all look very, very good. Thank <laughs> you, Nathan. But the one of the things i got to give him that, like... Right to rant about is most definitely the gold covering of C-3PO. The whole like striptease kind of yeah, way they presented with it, the I'm music, like, you know. Oh come on! I'm like, please. And and I can it's say it's impressive, show. most impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just really sad. Um, so do do we have fan comments about the Clone Wars? Uh, what's been said in the chat? Most most people like uh, uh, Labyrinth of Evil better than Clone Wars. I ha I have the audiobook for uh, Labyrinth of Evil. I just haven't had the chance okay. to listen to it. Okay. Um, from what I read, it was really, really good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like almost, I could put you know episode. I put you know uh, the the episode three, and then I put on uh, or I put Labyrinth of Evil and then the episode three uh, audiobook book? right in a row. And it perfectly blend together, like part one and part two. We will hear a, a little mix that I made of the audiobook with the, uh, the, the soundtrack of episode 3. <gasps> so we have kind of the feel of the movie yeah. with the audiobook playing. Well, just like the audiobook doesn't really give you the feel of the movie mm -hmm. itself. It gives you a really good background for mm -hmm. the story. Yeah. When you're listening just to the, to the, soundtrack. the soundtrack, it gives you a feel of the movie. Especially if you put the, the soundtrack in the right order. Mm -hmm. Like I did. I I was coming back uh, from. I, okay. I had I had a seven hour ride today, mm -hmm. and I basically like put it in the right order, and mm -hmm. I was translating the, the script at the same time. And it was it really took me. <laughs> I'm like John Williams is a god. <laughs> uh, if we don't have fan comments, we could do a quick review of the Clone War DVD. I do not see anything coming from uh, the chat Email? itself. Nor the emails. Uh, is there anything on the chat? No, Not most people see. just mentioned that okay. they like better uh, LOE, Labyrinth of Evil. Which, made, which made more sense. It, mm -hmm. It's true that they really stepped, they overstepped their bounds. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny that this is happening right after uh, George Lucas went on 60 Minutes and he's actually discussed the fact that they're all basically one company. Mm. Just split it into different companies, but they're doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. See, but the, where that is true in Clone Wars is that it's a different company, Lucasfilm, yeah. and then Cartoon Network. But still, this is a Lucasfilm yeah, product, st so still, they should. Still, they, they have no excuse. But explain to them a bit. Yeah, but they should. They should really have a good look mm -hmm. at these things, like Lucas licensing. What's happening with you guys? 
So, review Clone War DVD. I, uh, I just want to mention, by the way, that the webcam is back working. up. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Clone War DVD, I was happy to, you know, see the uh, the old cartoon back to back. I never kind of managed to put them back to back like you did, but it was cool to have a, a high quality. That was cool. Uh, I have a bad comments about the commentary. First, it's the same that were available in hyperspace, so mm. I- they could have done more. And if you go into the option of the audio commentary, you get two options: you got hyperspace commentary and you got director's commentary. Are they exactly the same? They're exactly the same. Ouch. See, and then I was wondering. I got to the DVD store and I was like, "What am I gonna buy? I got The Incredibles, and I got Clone Wars." And I was like. Incredibles. Yes. <laughs> I won! <laughs> I won a prize! I got a better, but the, the, better uh, DVD. But the uh, documentary, Bridging the Saga. Yeah. That, that was cool. And unfortunately, you see George Lucas saying that, oh, it's cool, the cartoon, you know, they're, they're kind anime, of... Anime is fun. Mm-hmm. He, he says that. No, he said that he likes the style of Gandhi because he, he's mixing anime with uh, American comics, you know. And the uh, you mentioned, you know, it, it's cool that what they do is like bridging with the movie, blah 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 blah. So if George has said so, then it must be so. You know. So what about the EU, man? Most Wh- pe- what? The EU. <laughs> the what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know the uh, most people. Don't read the EU, but they all seen the cartoon on TV. Yeah. So they will they will think that this is the official uh, episode 2.5, as yeah. as was stated per Lucas yeah. himself. They will think that's more uh, accurate canon than than the Labyrinth of Evil, the Reversal of Fortune, etc., etc., yeah. which is not. But the the, the the documentary was cool because there is scenes from. Well, it's Revenge of the Sith, the uh, the battle at the start. They're cool scenes. You can't really, you can't it, really. It's very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You can't really say that um, it's not canon per se. No, but because it's like not the movie. You know, Georgia, Georgia has the final word on this, but basically, it's two different mediums in which they both ex- explored the expanded universe. And one did it in a childish way, more to attract the kids to mm-hmm. go see episode three. The other one is more for the adults to understand better what's going on in the in the background. But and now the movie is PG thirteen. Yeah. So the kids cannot go see it anymore. Yeah. Oh come on! <laughs> Honestly, no, with what's their parents. What's your favorite moment actually in the in the in the second season of the Clone Wars? It's the uh, the, the the Clone Trooper action at the start of twenty one. You know, going. Uh, Close to the ground, yeah. dropping mines for later, and you know, all the movie, <laughs> the, the the clone trooper come out <laughs> with a chain gun, <laughs> and the other with a, an uh, anti-aircraft artillery on his shoulder. You know, that was cool. But you know, and trying to kill Grievous and the other, uh, the pilot. You know, up in the the wreck. Yeah. And like, how did you like the shark uh, uh, painting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was reminiscent of. World War Two, uh, cool. It was cool, right? 
I, it all looked very cool, but that's the, my that comments are still the same. No, but what was your favorite moment? Oh, the Ark Troopers, man. That's it? The, I, the, the I, Ark Troopers make that serious. <laughs> I've got to disagree with you. My favorite moment Yoda was and Mace. Yoda turning around, opening his blinds, and seeing the, <laughs> the attack going on in behind him. And then you have his face going like... What the oh. hell is happening? <laughs> like, like yeah, a, the puppy dog eyes. The puppy dog eyes. Like, holy shit! I didn't sense that coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, that certainly came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. And the one thing though I can't understand is why is Yoda on a Kibrak on Carson? Yeah, who knows? And then he like he's a horse. Now go, my pretty. It's not. It's not safe for you here. That's a, what like, the heck? What's that? It's like it's a pet dog or something. I guess it's And like even, even that That little creature Is actually fighting With, with yeah. the droids You know <laughs> So funny And I don't know it was like The, the arc trip Is the best part Come on honestly come Yeah on. No it was No I'm sorry The best part Is still Yoda's face Oh but come on It's just a Arc trooper I gotta give you Like second best place But I just love Yoda's face Yoda's <laughs> face Will stay in my mind Forever <laughs> Like the best scenes In the first season Are episode one, or Chapter 1 and 2 and 3 with the arc troopers, I was like the best part. They mm-hmm. like run up the the gun and they blow shit up. It's awesome. <laughs> and if you play the miniatures game, you know arc troopers kick ass. <laughs> get the get the get the cards out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's play game. Let's play game live. Um. Well, actually, the, is that pretty much it about the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so yeah. to 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 mention, but it's a good buy the DVD because it's cheap. I think it's so a good buy because it? it's... Hmm? How much was it? Six like 20 bucks? Yeah, around... With taxes? Between and 17 and 20 bucks, depending where you buy it. Yeah. yeah, I bought The Incredibles. For your Star Wars collection, I'd recommend it. Well, I'm gonna. I'm waiting until they put them in both in the same box. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. But I figured, you sure. know... I'm a Star Wars fan. To the core, I'm going to buy everything that comes out of them. Oh, man. But you were talking about the miniatures earlier. And there's just a new set that's been released, the uh, episode three Revenge of the Sith starter game, which it's is a really freaking cool. big box. It's a it's it's a real nice box. It's you know what? I have a lot of complaints about the starter box. You got you got a lot of complaints about the starter box. Less it, figures. It yeah, actually like come with six figures that are predetermined. Like I don't mind Grievous and the Obi Wan in, in the set, but like yeah. Super Bad Droids, thanks. I got like ten. I got like enough. Thanks. Yeah. And Clone Troopers, they were kind of cool because they were painted differently. Other than that, they didn't change them at all. Like, give me some randomized mm-hmm. figures, because that's all I have from Edge of the Sith at this point. I haven't had time to go get a boosters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, those six figures, I have to say, my brother played with him, and then I said, oh, Grievous, only melee. Yeah, probably not now. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, he's cool, but I don't have an Anakin to go with him. And the clone troopers, I got tons. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it on the uh, during the marathon. During the marathon. Yeah. But for those of you who actually don't have... I haven't had the chance yet to go and... Uh, Get yourself introduced to the minis game and are actually a little bit interested into it. Go get this starter set. It's about twenty five dollars, and uh, around probably around twenty dollars in the U.S. No, it's pr- it's twenty five dollars. The Tw- game is the same price. Cool. <laughs> For once, we don't get ripped off. They, and, they uh, consider twelve ninety five twelve ninety nine to be a good price. Okay. Well, and it's it uh, it comes with this really great map on a cardboard instead of just paper. Okay. That's the best part of the starter. Yeah. So that's where the box is uh, that big. And you've got six figures. You can actually start learning with these. So if you want to get it, like in, introduced to that game. But if you're a more advanced player, 
it's not so great. Mm-hmm. I bought it basically to get the board and the new, the exclusive figures. Yeah. Okay. Same thing here. <laughs> so now we're going to go to a short musical break. We're going to be listening to Near Fantastica by Matthew Good. Or yes. Yeah, okay. And uh, we'll be right back to Star Wars on direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, that's right. Roger, roger. All Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by your team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hi, this is Paul Rudish, the art director from Clone Wars Cartoon, and you're listening to Star Wars Undirect. And welcome back to Star Wars Undirect. Now I'm going to list the people in chat. So there's Dix, Edna, Kassara, Fatboy, Having a Fet, Jedi Dude, Jungo, Leia, Leandar, Lunatic, Nun, Octavius Three. Orn Free, Tarkini Walk, Tiger Claw, and Zion. Now we're going to go into our main subject. Yes. Isn't that correct, Sebastian? That is quite correct. We shall be discussing the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Cool. I haven't read it, but I've listened to parts of it. <laughs> parts of it? I, same here. Beginning with the end, I suppose? No, actually beginning no. with the beginning up to the seventh, 70th file, because there's 11 discs at around 15 files... 16, between 15, well, 16, and 11. Yeah, that's it. Per, per desk. So I've right. listened to it while reading. Wow, you're that's pretty cool. hardcore, Danny. That's cool. <laughs> no, you're, you're reading exactly what... Uh, I found one or two phrases that, that had different Didn't words. Light switch or nothing really... Uh, nothing dramatic. Yeah, that's it. I have to say, so far, so real good. <laughs> <laughs> well... I've listened to it. I li- I got it one of the few days that it was out and stuff, um, and uh, it was good. And, you know, but mm-hmm. I found there's a lot of background stuff I didn't really need mm-hmm. to know. No, but because it's when important I got the to fir- know. When, when I got the first, I, I bought the first three, uh, the under, the under, the abridged episode one and episode two, and I listened to those. Pretty much the same thing as in the movie, maybe a little bit more. The unabridged is a lot of stuff. It's Whoa! Like I, I, I usually I, I listen to an audio book. You know, I I turn it on, I mm-hmm. go to sleep, listen to it for a little bit, wake up the next morning, still listen, to, still listening to it because these things are really long. And uh, it was like ah, I w- like I, I I went to bed. They were playing uh, you know, right when the whole speech about the prologue and Anakin and Kenobi mm-hmm. thing, and then uh, I woke up. They were like. Uh, 
during I, the, the the start battle of a no nah, almost it was like, <laughs> I'm like there's, like nothing's happened he's just like talking to Palpatine he does that what what I, I think it's that cool because you see the like what the characters are thinking yeah and but their emotions uh, yeah. I think that's that's cool because when you're gonna see the movie afterwards you'll know you, their motivation you know their motivation you know like the in episode two. Padme loving Anakin with with the the cutscene of uh, her uh, and her sister and her sister and everything and uh, why does she lo- she loves Anakin but if you read the book y- there's a lot more mm. deeper emotions there it, you get into the head of Padme and you know what she's thinking uh, I that book is great Revenge of the Sith uh, I like the, the the introduction you know uh, like. It's like seeing your country get invaded. Basically, there's a. It's it's like watching a September 11th on TV. It's basically almost the same. You see the 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 the, the, the starship crashing yeah. and everything. They they and when they uh, they learn that Palpatine has has been kidnapped, the uh, they panic. You know, he's the, the the guy who holds the Republic in his hands. He, he He's the only one who can, you know, resist the separatists. You know, so uh, like, what should we do? I don't know. The chancellor has been. You know, it's good because all the adults think they're screwed, but the little exactly. kids, the little kids, you know, oh no, no, Kenobi, and, uh, Kenobi and Skywalker oh, okay, will, will came and they will save the day. <laughs> you know, the and I, I really like the prologue. It was yeah. great. The team. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, they, they're they're. Uh, Worship like sports team, you know, like uh, sports uh, athletes, you know. What? Well, we've got a very nice comment oh. in the chat from Nan that says 9/11 was better live. Uh, oh. Well, you've got you've got 38 days left to wait to see like what we're talking about happening live. Well, in theaters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 38. You said 32. 38 days. You said. 32. Oh my God! 11:38. Oh, it's a curse! The curse. No. If this day would have been April 11th instead of the 10th, it would have been a curse. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty close. Another thing that's in the book uh, that I find cool is the, the uh, before each part or chapter, you get kind of a, a sit uh, doctrine or something. You, know, the you don't get that in the audiobook. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Mm, a, you see, like, uh, dark is natural. Uh, uh, even on the brightest day, yeah. dark always follows you, like your shadow. And the story it, about it, the, de- the, the, the dead star uh, that that Anakin meets, like, sees in his first mission or something like that. Mm. No, that it's no, it, uh, uh, like they say, even in the brightest sun, if the, the light is brighter, the darkness is darker, your shadow. And they, they compare the dark to space. Dark is everywhere, but the light is sparse everywhere. You know, it, it, it's like if you're reading a Sitolacron or something. That's cool. Uh, I really like also the there. Uh, Matthew Stover did some cha- uh, not chapters, but part of chapters that puts you in the in the head of of a character that uh, what it's like to be Anakin at that point and there's a description 
and what's what's uh, like to be Vader forever at the end. At the end, you, you see, you you have a scene with Anakin, uh, always feeling inside the armor for the first time, and and you got the dialogue with Palpatine and how he hears it, and the scene right after is the same scene but seen from the outside. And in the audiobook, you see the Darth Vader voice, and when he's inside the armor, it's Anakin voice. Because Ooh. he hears himself as Anakin, but on the outside... He hears himself like this. Yeah. Yes, Master. And then the outside is like, yes, Master. That's <laughs> it. Something like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, there are some things that are not... Uh, in that book that are in the script you don't see Chewbacca in the book mm. and the battle what? of Kashyyyk is it's not there did they forget it? Uh, I, you just see uh, Yoda in a capsule in space after his uh, because when you they, they call for order 66 you m we may uh, tell people that spoilers are on if we <laughs> didn't uh, mention it when they call order 66 you, you see uh, in the script that uh, they go from uh, places to places and you see Jedi dying but you don't even see how Yoda escapes uh, in the book they they mention some places and uh, I, uh, I don't think they even show maybe one or two places in the book but they don't they don't uh, you don't see uh, Yoda uh, you know disguised as a crazy creature like in the movie you know so that's that. See, Chewbacca is one of the the oldest spoilers out there, and it's not even uh, there's no mention of Chewbacca in the in the movie uh, in the novel. So that's not cool, but you know, it's kind of lame. Yeah, especially after some comments directly from the set. Mm -hmm. FCG, give me a Wookie. Rick McCollum, mm -hmm. first reaction to Chewbacca costume. Okay. <laughs> So I, I sort of bleeped it out there. Okay. Why are you gonna bleep it out? Cause I like to do that. He likes being a whore. What can I say? <sighs> okay. Lord. You can call. Uh, so we're gonna go to our first caller. It's uh, Tarkin Ewok. And uh, here we go. Did you warn him or something? Yes. Great. You can ask the uh, those two. Uh, Is Brendan, I think, okay. is really. Oh, snap. That is you forgot. Fun. You forgot the number, I think? No, I didn't. Did you say the 10? Uh, yeah. Stay, give me that. Give me that. R live calling here. Filling some dead air. <laughs> boom, ch boom, ch boom, ch boom, boom. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> I'm filling dead air, man. What do you want me to say? This sounds better now. Yeah. Hello? Yes, may we may we speak with Tark and Ewok, please? This is he. Hey, guys. Hey, Brendan. How are you doing? Fine. So you had some comments on the uh, Revenge of the Sith novel. Oh, yeah. This is a great book, first of all. Matthew Stover knows how to write a dark Star Wars story. Oh, yes. Uh... What do you think about uh, the fact that the fans should or should not read the the, the book before the movie? Um, I'd say it's up to the individual fan. 
mean, I was going to go spoiler-free for a long time, but when I started hearing them just casually in conversation, I figured, you know, I'm going to know the story going in, but seeing the movie for the first time will still be special. Yeah. When and you don't see the, the images, it's... That's it. The, reading the book will actually make you imagine all the stuff, and even in, with the images that we've got all over the net, uh, we don't, we still don't see the entire movie in action. So that's going to be pretty amazing. And what do you think about uh, the difference between the, mo the 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 book itself and the script? Well, I don't know all of the differences. I think it would have been very hard to work in all of the stuff in the script, like with the Jedi action. I was a little disappointed we didn't see Chewbacca, but I sort of understand he wanted to focus on the main characters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, anything else that particularly strikes you about the novel? Um, yeah, I, I was surprised how hard it hit me emotionally. Like just seeing that battle with um, Sidious and the four Jedi, and you see Kit Fisto's head on the desk. I was just about to go crazy. <laughs> and one other thing that I thought was really awesome was. Mace Windu referencing back to the shatter point. Yeah, yeah, the the point of rupture, you know. The shatter point. Mm -hmm. Seeing that Anakin is the shatter point. Yeah. That's a cool reference to the to his to the expanded universe. Yeah, but to his before his work before. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, did you have the chance to listen to the audiobook? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. It's pretty much the same, but with kind of sound effect. But I if you can download it uh, somewhere, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I may do that. Yeah. Because well, if you want to buy it, it's pretty expensive, but, you know, it's the same as the book, so... Okay. I'll probably end up buying it. <laughs> cool. Anyway. Uh, uh, is there a scene uh, that you liked uh, particularly? Well... Uh, there were a ton of great scenes, like all the Jedi duels, but mm -hmm. I really liked the one at the beginning with Obi-Wan and Anakin taking on Dooku, seeing them working as a team. That's cool. And uh, how would you, uh, since you seem to know uh, a lot of spoiler, how do you compare the, uh, the emotion that the book is... Uh, giving out uh, compared to what the movie could be? Well, I think the movie, if they do it right, it, it could be really powerful for a lot of fans. Like I kept telling myself, if Lucas makes it half as good as this book, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Do you think the actors will be up to the challenge of the emotion that's shown in the book? I hope so. <laughs> I think definitely Ian McDiarmid can do it, uh, Hayden, um, and of course you see in the trailer Ian McGregor, mm -hmm. he, he can emote. Yeah. Cool. So uh, thanks a lot, uh, Brendan. Oh, it's good to chat with you guys for a little bit. So uh, you can uh, talk with us anytime.
just just uh, just send us your uh, a quick uh, sign and we will uh, we will call you. Okay. Cool. So will we be able to see you at Star Wars Celebration 3? Uh, no, I can't afford that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know, but uh, that's life. <laughs> cool. So uh, well, see. Thank you very much for letting letting us call you, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking okay. to you later. Okay. Have a good night. Thanks to you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, and here we go again. We're going to be calling Leandar. It's like one of these nights. I'm totally gonna mess up the every telephone number. I'm gonna yeah, call you your mother, right? <laughs> right? No, Oops. no, no. But <laughs> we're gonna call some. We're gonna call like somewhere. Someone totally like mm-hmm. doesn't sound good. Out of the blue, I've just had a really bad idea to surprise you guys. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Robbie. How are you doing on this fine evening? Fine. Very well, and yourself? Oh, I'm doing okay. Just Sitting here, <laughs> sitting around. Did you read the the Revenge of the Sith novel? Well, I haven't read it cover to cover, but I've skimmed through it and read parts of it. So, which part? Well, a little bit in the front, a little bit in the middle, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty vague. <laughs> yeah, I, I really concentrate on the end, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and then I and what did you at think the, at the beginning? Yeah, and what did you think about the end? Did you know? Most of the spoilers? Yeah, I knew a fair amount because it's just like trying to avoid spoilers for a movie that I've been waiting for 25 years to see. Mm-hmm. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you think uh, about the end? Will you cry at the end? No. No? <laughs> but I reserve judgment to change my mind come May 19th. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't think I will. I know Sebastian will. But, uh, Am I the only man in this room with a heart? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how uh, how everything plays off on screen. Mm-hmm. And because and and because I think stuff's gone good so far, um, I think it'll be all right. I think it'll work out real good. And what do you think uh, about reading the book beforehand or not reading it beforehand before the movie? Uh, It, de- I, it depends on you. It, I think it's a judgment call. Mm-hmm. If you want to, do it. If you don't, don't. I, I mean, I remember when I got episode one, I took the book and stuck it in the trunk of my car until mm-hmm. I saw the movie. And then I think when I, and then with two, I, I can't remember what I did with two. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, but this time I was like, no, I've, I, have, I have got to, to see, see how it, How it plays out, mm-hmm. how how the book got it, got it down. Did mm-hmm. you know that this, this the book it obviously isn't going to be like the movie because this is going to be an earlier draft of the move of the mm-hmm. script that he had to work with to write the book. Yeah, I would say if you know most of the spoilers, just read the book because if you follow the spoilers regularly, you already know all the story. So just read it. Yeah. If yeah. You, If you follow, oh, done it, then there's no point. Then, then you know, then Michael, go ahead. You know, it's not like, it's not like you're really going to really save anything tremendous. Yeah, that's so, it. Except the stuff that they've left out. Like I heard you saying a moment ago about them not having anything to do with Chewbacca in the book, which mm-hmm. I, which well, was interesting. And that, and I, in fact, it got me to look into the thing. I was like, I got to check that out. Make sure, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think there's anything about Kashik in the book. No, pr- not that much. Uh, maybe a mention, but pro- they probably c- uh, cut it down because the the book was already 400 some pages long. If you uh, add Kashik and all the scenes and the Battle of Kashik, maybe it could have been a little bit too long for the casual reader. Let's see. Well, it would have probably gone up to 410 page. Not much. You know, more. it would be a chapter or two more. Let's we did so. well, up with up with more yeah, but <laughs> I think uh, I, I do have to say I think I think the duel at the end is, is kind of uh, is, is downplayed, and I think that's done deliberately mm-hmm. because they've already said that this thing is going to be what twelve minutes long. Yeah, it's pretty much hard to describe the the, the duel. I, you know, uh, it would be funny to say, and he strike left, and then right, and then his left leg, and then his right arm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you got all the entire uh, description from. Uh, from the Gillard, but the blow by blow. And then looks at Obi Wan says, "Ow, man, that hurt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would not. That I guess that wouldn't be kind of hard to do mm-hmm. in in a printed word. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think the movie's going to make this book look pitiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think people who have read the book beforehand will have a an ant's experience in the movie. Let's, it, it will not be as an answer as if you're a spoiler-free fan because you will get it by a truck while seeing the movie for the first time if you know yeah. anything. But if you already know most of the thing, read the book to enhance your experience by knowing what the characters are thinking and a little bit thing. more the details. Yeah, of the entire plot going on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, there's a scene uh, at the start of the book when you. Uh, just uh, when Anakin and Obi Wan are going into the Invisible and to uh, meet to to get Palpatine, but just before they arrive, Sidious and Duke talk together, and they say, "Ah, oh, what we can do with Anakin when he turns." Th- that's that is so interesting. Yeah, in the it, audiobook, uh, that place is like, yeah, it's so cool. And it's not in the script. It's it will not yeah. be in the movie. But it's some detail, and just Sidious says, "They're coming now. Just go over the door here." And go wait. hide. Yeah, go hide, you know? Go get prepared. Yeah. That's it. Think it, it it's, it's great because you see Doku go, uh-oh, maybe I'm a little screwed. Yeah, me a little? <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting. <coughs> there was a the part where, yeah, what, what, where you're talking about, mm-hmm. where they said, um, uh, where Doku was still wanting to try and go out, trying to... Uh, turn Obi Wan. Yeah, he, st- he wanted Obi Wan to, to to turn to the dark side also because he's powerful <laughs> also. Well, it's it's also in the legacy of Qui Gon. Yeah, you know, Master and Apprentice and all. He said because because he because Obi Wan being Qui Gon's apprentice and Qui Gon being his apprentice, he kind of felt like his grandson almost. And yeah, that's what he says. In the book, they had Sidious saying mm-hmm. saying no, no, we can't do that because he's been too, he's been indoctrinated by the Jedi ways for way too long. It mm-hmm. won't work. Mm-hmm. So, so there's no point. Pretty much, there's no point in trying. Just stick with Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And that's actually in that chapter that the they officially mentioned that Sidious is Palpatine, because at the end, uh, Dooku uh, mentioned uh, he's talking to Sidious, but just at the end he says uh, Chancellor Palpatine. You know, in fact, that's where you know. Well, thanks a lot, Robbie. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Nice talking to you again. Yep, glad to talk to you all again. And um, 
I think I'm going to program your number in my phone because uh, <laughs> we're calling you uh, often, so it will be easier. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You'll be glad to know that your uh, interview show has been quite well this week. So Cool. So, um, all right. Yeah, you guys don't know about it. He interviewed me uh, for Stars on the Rick a while, like two or three months back. Okay. And now it's online if you want to listen to it. Yeah, you find it. It's like all the things we learned today. <laughs> Jeez, I'm like, yeah. Do I like? I feel like I don't know my own name. <laughs> so, so Robbie, where do people have to go to hear Danny talk about Star Wars on Direct? Well, you can go to um, you can go directly. You can go to StarWarsAndBeyond.com. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, uh, and uh, click on the episode link, and there should be a link there to it. It'll say Interview Edition Number Two with Danny Papin, and uh, or you can. Or you can also do it at StarWarsFanWorks.com. Go into the Star Wars and Beyond section, and there'll be links there for it too. And that'll give you a little bit. That'll give you the uh, page description, the uh, show description, a little bit. I talked about it. And for those of you that are concerned, you know, if you're if they're concerned, we didn't talk about any spoilers. Mm-hmm. You'll be in good shape. <laughs> Just for the record, I'm gonna say my name correctly in French, <laughs> so everybody will know how to say it. I wish you would, because I, 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 I know I've butchered it, and I apologize for that in the actual <laughs> episode. It, it's really hard to say in, in English, because it's French sounds, and, and it doesn't translate in English. So, my real name is Danny Pépin. So, uh, Pépin. Pépin. But is? actually, Pépin could translate into Danny Trouble. Yeah, or so Appleseed. Or Appleseed, yeah. yeah. Well, we just stick with Danny. Yeah, that's it. That's easier. <laughs> Both of us are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> We got loony here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot there, Robbie. You're welcome. See you next time. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Okay. Here you go. And should we call? Yes, we will. Yeah. It's like Brian wants to go for it. He's like Brian is. He's Brian friend. <laughs> and here he comes, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. Hello. Hey, right boy, Robert. Yes. How are my kids today? Very good in you. I'm doing all right. I'm a little donkey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there goes the professionalism of the show again. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now I'm just kind of wobbly, so. Might get a lot of me going. <laughs> We got your team, uh, your team playing in the back, playing in the background. Oh, right very now, cool. What's, so what's my theme? No, it's your song. The the fad, the Ride the Jedi song. Oh, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That. Do you guys do you guys honestly have T-shirts of that now? Oh, yeah, yes, we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, run with that fucker, man! Go with <laughs> like, hopefully, we're not gonna get chased by stormtroopers at Celebration Three for wearing that T-shirt. Ah, uh, they're not gonna chase you. <laughs> they're gonna to just run. laugh. They're gonna <laughs> snipe you. <laughs> Yeah, send them to me. It was Fatboy. Fatboy did it. <laughs> so, what did you think about the novel or the the script itself? Um, the script. I, I appreciated the script more than I did the novel. I don't really like Stover's writing style. He he writes like someone who's been on the internet too long. Oh, <laughs> how so? Well, when you when you look at the novel, I mean. He has entire pages that are like 30 paragraphs, and each paragraph is just one sentence. It's like he's trying to make sure you get maximum impact. <laughs> Obi-Wan pulled up his sleeve. He looked at his sleeve. 
his sleeve was burned. And, and that's three separate paragraphs. He, he writes the entire book like that. Okay. So that that, that kind of grates on me after a while. So the, the screenplay I liked better than the novel, but the screenplay screenplay's got some problems too. But okay, maybe yeah. What the but but uh, you probably listened to the audiobook? Yeah, I listened to the audiobook, but I, I had to skip around because so much of it was. This is what it's like to be Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that was popping up every five minutes. I'm like, oh god, just get to the story, please. I don't want to know what it's like to be Anakin Skywalker. I'll find out when I see what he's doing. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me. So, yeah, the 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 novel kind of. Eh, It was just kind of eh. I, I I liked uh, Labyrinth of Evil better. So. Oh, cool. My my girlfriend just walked in and, and is looking at me weird. Whoa, what's up, baby? <laughs> Say hi. Oh, it's on the radio. It's me. He <laughs> <laughs> thinks I'm in here talking to myself now. <laughs> well, well, put her on. <laughs> By all means. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking to myself either. What? <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll leave. I got to get out of the room now. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of minutes oh, in the life there. of Fat Boy. That's right. Because I were talking I'm about an icon from Fat Boy's life. Room now. <laughs> Go back into the regular house. So, um, <laughs> the regular house. Yeah. Where I were have, you? Uh, I have a Hobbit hole. Okay. <laughs> in the I've converted the garage into basically like a little theater. I've got like a projector cool. and like a big screen and everything. So and that's where the computer's at. So I pretty much hang out in there all day. Okay. And I'm like five six and 200 pounds, so I look like a hobbit. Oh, yeah, it's it's terrible. I have like one. I look like a hobbit mixed with dwarf. You guys know who dwarf is? Dwarf. Dwarf. It's like this old. Uh, what was his name? Tim Conway he used to do this comedy routine about this guy that had legs that were like six inches tall, and he used to train people how to play golf. It's it's really weird. So you look like Sebastian. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what can I answer to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. What, what, where is she following me? What? What is it, baby? What do you want? <laughs> All right, anyway. And back to Fatboy Robert's life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vacuuming now. It's compelling listening, I, I swear. So, uh... uh not, but, yeah, the novel, was, the novel was iffy. The audiobook was iffy. The soundtrack kicks ass, though. Oh, yeah. Oh boy, does it! So I'm 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 really digging that. I've been listening to it pretty much. Just just stay tuned. I will play uh, two excerpts that I mixed, uh, the audio boot excerpt that I mixed with the music. Yeah. Of the movie, I will play that uh, just in a couple of minutes. Oh, that's pretty cool. I was wondering if someone was going to do that. Yeah. So very nice, very nice indeed. I heard you guys talking about the uh, the line too, though the line out in front of a uh, man's Chinese. Yes. Yeah. It's The same thing happened for episode two. It's just no one really picked up on the fact that the, the, the movie wasn't booked there. Well, here's the thing. Basically, there's a law in North America that actually uh, obliged the, uh, the, the exhibitor of a theater okay. to actually... Uh, the owner. Yeah. Well, to, to actually confirm the movie only after seeing it. Yeah. And right now, nobody's seen the movie in terms of exhibitors... So basically, no theaters have the movie yet. That's it. That's no, no one can say we're gonna have it, except if you're talking about like independent theaters that are in a non-competitive zone, which is not the case for the Grommans. Yeah, so. but I, I remember the same thing happening in episode two. It just didn't get as much press. Everyone's really jumping on it this time. Like they're lined up in front of the wrong theater. Uh, happened. Same thing happened for episode two. They ended up moving it to to Man's Chinese anyway. 
I, I think it's like Lucasfilm likes its movie to be at the man's Chinese. They they really do because of the history because that's where yeah the, they were played. And when you've got like charities lined up in front of there for seven weeks, major media event, I, I'm pretty sure Lucasfilm's going to get that movie to open at the Chinese. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let it go out. Like they that. have to complete the circle. The circle is now exactly. complete. This whole marketing thing is the circle is now complete. How can you make the circle complete without showing it at, without it premiering at Mans? That's it. So I think it'll be there. I think a lot of people are just a little bit too eager to go, nah, look at the Star Wars geeks, losers. <laughs> There's reasons to do that. I just, don't, I just don't know if lining up in front of the wrong theater is one of those really good reasons. That's it. You can, you can make fun of them for all kinds of other things. Like like T-shirts that say "Ride That Jedi." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, and we always go back to that. Yes, we do. We're screwed right, I, forever. I think like maybe I should be nastier. It's like I have a reputation to live up to. I should just. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, just you're showing queen this time. That's yeah, you're showing us like a really good and interesting side of yourself today. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, my my girlfriend wonders what the hell I'm doing. She thinks I talk to myself. <laughs> I look inside the life of Fat Boy Roberts. That's it. Uh, and I don't think that's like somewhat new or surprising for her. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think she'd be used to it by now? <laughs> Actually, what's funny is I'm slowly converting her. We were at uh, Borders the other day, and Borders has those uh, master replica lightsabers that actually light up and make the sound mm-hmm. and and they're that weird uh, plastic tubing thing. Mm-hmm. And she wants one. Oh. Yeah, I don't even collect toys, and she wants one. She was like, we need to go there and buy that. I'm like, for what? To, to have it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, well, I'll play with it. I'm like, that's, wow. <laughs> I, w- I could so, I, I, I could know, so I make a joke out of this. Oh, well, you know? Uh, wait, 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 wait. So, fat boys, ba- basically what you got to do is you go buy it yourself, and then she's going to be able to play with your lightsaber. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's. Not that I'm lucky enough that she actually has sex with me. She likes Star Wars, too. It's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know such creatures existed. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I would go with creatures. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still not sure if she's human. She's with me, man. Come on. Lord. <laughs> And if you're anything like me, I, I, I do must agree. It's got to be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just amazed that I actually wake up next to somebody that isn't, you know, inflatable. <laughs> oh, ouch! What? What? Guys were in the chat room talking about uh, life of Natalie Portman. I was reading. Yeah. Well, I was. I don't know about these two guys. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't reading about that. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll leave you out of it. Creator <laughs> yeah. of Ride That Jedi. Yeah, we'll leave you out of it. <laughs> Try to play all high and mighty all of a sudden. You've got Ride That Jedi t-shirts. Yes. Sex freaks. I'm sure you will have one at C3. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna go to C3, so I can't make it. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, we're gonna miss you. Oh, I, I bet you will. I, I, I bet you guys will be sitting there, surrounded by George Lucas and Rick McCallum and the people that actually make the movies, and you'll be going, "Oh, damn! You know what would make this so complete? Fat boy being here." <laughs> uh, no, I'm not gonna be thinking about that. No, no, no. But we're gonna be thinking about that because we're gonna be sitting in the room with all those people because they're gonna be like going, "Okay." We want to sue you for that stupid comment you made. <laughs> and we're going to make... Yeah, but we're missing the guy who actually started it all. <laughs> What are you talking about? Dude, once again, Lucas, McCallum, and the Stormtroopers, send them over to my house. <laughs> all of the weight will be off you guys. Well, it'll be all on me. 
I'm willing to share that weight. <laughs> what did you guys uh, think of the book? Did you did you like how it was written? Or yeah, I, I really liked it. You did. It was it was a quick read. I'll give it that. It it, it just flew by. Mm-hmm. But I I uh, read the book while listening to the audio book. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just some. You know, remember when they had those read-along books where it said turn the page? After yeah. I, wa- I, I was missing the little R2 to, uh, the, the little to, to turn the page. Instead of a fairy, it's a little R2 whistle. <laughs> I remember that so much because when uh, Return of the Jedi came out, uh, we had a huge family and we couldn't really afford to go to the movies. And uh, when Return of the Jedi came out, the only way I could get close to watching it was going to a library and checking out that little uh, read-along book for like three months straight. <laughs> Like, I had the movie memorized by the time I saw the movie. <laughs> like, this little six-year-old sitting next to my parents going, So be it, Jedi, in my weird little voice. My parents were laughing at me. <laughs> it sounds like before episode one. I will continue for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool, but thanks a lot for coming by again. Hey, no problem. We're going to let you go back to your uh, vacuum cleaning. No, okay. I yes. don't want to know what you're doing with your mm-hmm. vacuum. I just want to let you <laughs> go back to whatever you're doing with it. <laughs> I can't afford that attachment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I'm doing laundry now, though, so. Just stay tuned like to listen. have with a dryer hose. Yeah. Just stay tuned to listen to the uh, audiobook uh, excerpt mix with the uh, soundtrack. Very cool. I will be listening to that. It's going to sound real cool, I'm betting. Cool. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Take Bye. Care. See you next time. And there you go. That was Fadbo Roberts for you and all his pride. Cool. And prejudice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice one, Sebastian. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm kind of running for like MC at one of the conventions in Toronto eventually. So which one? Uh, maybe T Track. I don't know. I don't think you can do T Track. Start with that Astra. Well, maybe I, that's the w- natural w- evolution. Yeah. Well, one of our friends actually was doing the uh, the, the, the the MC at the masquerade this weekend. And was it Gordon? No, it wasn't Gordon. It was uh, Jake, uh, w- the uh, the last warrior from the the Force Thunder Boards. At Astro is too small for Gordon. He, no, he used to do it actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, that's why I say you should be start there. But that's it. It's Jake did a really great job. I I, I got to <laughs> give that to him. And uh, well, my costume, the, my my Garandan co- costume, actually won the best Star Wars villain costume. <laughs> Congratulations, Sebastian! Thank you. <laughs> Come on. You were alone. No, it was it, it was actually uh, being being uh, you you and Dan the same damn characters, right? Yeah, no, it was it was a little kid, a little nine year old year old who was wearing it uh, for me. So Trevor, yeah, Trevor won. Yeah, when you a prize? That's yes. not fair, man. <laughs> okay, good he job had, using Trevor. He, he had to have fun. Thank you. Uh, Trevor is Edna's kid, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we're saying hi to Edna, who's in the chat right now. Okay. She's still no, she's not. Yeah, she is. So right now we're gonna go and listen to a Star Wars on Direct exclusive. Why it's a Star Wars on Direct remix? Yeah, it's still basically exclusive. Re, 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 yeah. remix. Yeah, there we go. So, so. the first one is uh, the Buzz Droid scene. Okay. In the uh, audiobook, and the second is the I called it Revelation when Anakin's learn learn that Sidious is Palpatine. Palpatine. So here we go. I'm gonna come back here between both. Time to get to work. They flashed through the battle, dodging flak and turbo laser bolts, slipping around cruisers to eclipse themselves from the sensors of droid fighters. They were only a few dozen kilometers from the command cruiser when a pair of tri fighters whipped across their path, firing on the deflection. 
Anakin sensor board lit up, and R2-D2 shrilled a warning. Missiles! He wasn't worried for himself. The two and his tail were coming at him in perfect tandem. Missiles lack the sophisticated brains of droid fighters. To keep them from colliding on their inbound vectors, one of them would lock onto his fighter's left drive, the other onto his right. A quick snap roll would make those vectors intersect, which they did in a silent blossom of flame. Obi-Wan wasn't so lucky. The pair of missiles locked onto his sublights weren't precisely side by side. A snap roll would be worse than useless. Instead, he fired retros and kicked his dorsal jets to have his velocity and knock him a few meters planetward. The lead missile overshot and spiraled off into the orbital battle. The trailing missile came close enough to trigger its proximity sensors and detonated in a spray of glowing shrapnel. Obi-Wan Starfighter flew through the debris and the shrapnel tracked him. Little silver spheres flipped themselves into his path and latched onto the Starfighter's skin, then split and sprouted spidery arrays of jointed arms that pried up hull plates, exposing the Starfighter's internal works to multiple circular whirls of blade, like ancient mechanical bone saws. This was a problem. I'm hit. Obi-Wan sounded more irritated than concerned. I'm hit. I have visual. Anakin swung his starfighter into closer pursuit. Buzz droids. I count five. Get out of here, Anakin. There's nothing you can do. I'm not leaving you, Master. Cascades of sparks fountained into space from the buzz droid saws. Anakin, permission. Get to the command ship. Get the Chancellor. Not without you, Anakin said through his teeth. One of the buzz droids crouched beside the cockpit, silvery arms grappling with R4. Another worked on the starfighter's nose, while a third skittered toward the ventral hydraulics. The last two of the aggressive little mechs had spidered to Obi-Wan's left wing, working on that damaged control surface. You can't help me. Obi-Wan still maintained his Jedi calm. They're shutting down the controls. I can fix that. Anakin brought his starfighter into line only a couple of meters off Obi-Wan's wing. Steady, he muttered. Steady. And triggered a single burst of his right side cannon that blasted the two buzz droids into gouts of molten metal. Along with most of Obi-Wan's left wing, Anakin said, Whoops. The starfighter bucked hard enough to knock Obi-Wan's skull against the transparent steel canopy. A gust of stinging smoke filled the cockpit. Obi-Wan fought the yoke to keep the starfighter out of an uncontrolled tumble. Anakin, that's not helping. You're right. Bad idea. Here, let's try this. Move left and swing under. Easy. Anakin, you're too close. Wait. Obi-Wan stared in disbelief as Anakin's starfighter edged closer and with a dip of its wing physically slammed a buzz droid into a smear of metal. The impact jolted Obi-Wan again, pounded a deep streak of dent into his starfighter's hull and shattered the forward control surface of Anakin's wing. Anakin had forgotten the first principle of combat again, as usual. You're going to get us both killed! His atmospheric scrubbers drained smoke from the cockpit. But now, 
the droid on the forward control surface of Obi-Wan Starfighter's right wing had peeled away enough of the hull plates that its jointed saw arms could get deep inside. Sparks flared into space, along with an expanding fountain of gas that instantly crystallized in the hard vacuum. Velocity identical to Obi-Wan's, the shimmering gas hung on his starfighter's nose like a cloud of fog. Lost, Obi-Wan muttered. I can't see. My controls are going. You're doing fine. Stay on my wing. Easier said than done, Obi-Wan thought. Then said, I have to accelerate out of this. I'm with you. Go. Obi-Wan eased power to his thrusters, and his starfighter parted the cloud. But new vapor boiled out to replace it as he went. Is that last one still on my nose? Awful. Can you do anything? The only response he got came from Anakin. That's a negative on R4. Buzzdroid got him. It. Obi-Wan corrected automatically. Wait. They attacked R4? Not just R4. One of them jumped over when we hit. Blast, Obi-Wan thought. They are getting smarter. Through a gap torn in the cloud by the curve of his cockpit, Obi-Wan could see R2-D2 grappling with a buzz droid hand-to-hand. Well, saw-arm to saw-arm. Even flying blind and nearly out of control through the middle of the space battle, Obi-Wan could not avoid a second of disbelief at the bewildering variety of auxiliary tools and aftermarket behaviors Anakin had tinkered onto his starfighter's astromech, even beyond the sophisticated upgrades performed by the Royal Engineers of Naboo. The little device was virtually a partner in its own right. I just love the way they actually show how R2 is sort of alive in that... Uh, and he's fighting that asteroid. Yeah, it's, it's, you should thank R2. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really... What I really liked about R2 in this movie is that uh, Obi-Wan... Or, or in the audio drama, it's audio, Obi-Wan's like pissed off at R2 because he's like rubbing off on his droid. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, R2 makes a comment that, like, uh, Jedi is always uh, calm and focused or something like that. And Anakin's like, I think that's funny. But don't tell, don't tell Obi-Wan. He won't think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next is the, the revelation. It's when Palpatine revealed that he's Sidious to Anakin. So, here we go. just leave but you can Anakin couldn't breathe he couldn't blink he sat frozen even thought was impossible you can have every one of your dreams turn aside from the lies of the Jedi and follow the truth of yourself leave them join me on the path of true power be my friend Anakin Be my student, my apprentice. Anakin's vision tunneled again, but this time there was no light at the far end. He pulled back his hand, and it was shaking as he brought it up to support his face. I'm sorry, he said. I'm sorry, but... But as much as I want those things, as much as I care for you, sir, I can't. I just can't. Not yet. Because there's only one thing I really want right now. Everything else will just have to wait. I know what you truly want. 
The shadow said, I have only been waiting for you to admit it to yourself. A hand, a human hand, warm with compassion, settled onto his shoulder. Listen to me. I can help you save her. You! Anakin blinked blindly. How can you help? Do you remember that myth I told you of? The tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? The shadow whispered. The myth directly influenced the midi-chlorians to create life. With such knowledge, to maintain life in someone already living would seem a small matter. Yes, Anakin said. Yes, I remember. The shadow leaned so close that it seemed to fill the world. Anakin, it's no mere myth. Anakin swallowed. Darth Plagueis was real. Anakin could force out only a strangled whisper. Real? Darth Plagueis was my master. He taught me the key to his power, the shadow said, dryly matter-of-fact, before I killed him. Without understanding how he had moved, without even intending to move, without any transition of realization or dawning understanding, Anakin found himself on his feet. A blue bar of sizzling energy terminated a centimeter from Palpatine's chin, its glow casting red-edged shadows up his face and across the ceiling. Only gradually did Anakin come to understand that this was his lightsaber and that it was in his hand. You, he said. Suddenly, he was neither dizzy nor tired. Suddenly, everything made sense. It's you. It's been you all along. In the clean blue light of his blade, he stared into the face of a man whose features were as familiar to him as his own, but now seemed as alien as an extragalactic comet. Because now, he finally understood that those familiar features were only a mask. He had never seen this man's real face. I should kill you, he said. I will kill you. And yes. that was fairly interesting in terms of revelation. I think, like, especially the part where he goes and just opens his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, the, with the music, it's really different. Imagine yeah. all the, this scene has no music at all. Well, that's, that's, one, of the, that's one of the things. When you're listening to the audiobook, if the, the spa- during the space battle, you can hear like some shooting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But all, ch- all along the, the book, when it's people talking, you have no background music. Mm-hmm. And it's really something really lacking to a it Star Wars experience. It would be too long to mix 13 hours of sound. Say, Raven, <laughs> 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 what are you doing in the next two weeks? <laughs> He's unspoiled, though. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's basically it. Buy the book. Don't read it if you don't know anything about. Uh, then don't buy it though. No, but read it afterwards. Okay, well, I can understand. You can buy it now and read it afterwards. You won't have to wait. And uh, if you know pretty much most of the spoiler, go ahead. You won't be too much surprised. Because well, yes, and yes, I know. Because even knowing the spoilers. You know only parts of it uh, of the movie itself, yeah, and when it it's all, all destroyed when it, yeah that's it when it all like gets together in one perfect elix of DNA, 
that becomes Star Wars Episode Three. Okay. Uh, it's it's really really nice. See, because right now I know like G A A, and I know T A C, and yeah. I know like A A. That's all I know. But if I put them all together and put them all properly, eh, it ruins too much. That's why I've kind of backed away from the spoiler stuff. Like Fat Boy is like, oh, did you go? Did you go listen to the soundtrack yesterday? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, just I'm not really gonna listen to it yet. I'll buy it later. Not now. You know, just distinct to myself. You didn't I, listen to it? No. Oh, I didn't. I haven't listened to the uh, audio book since I got. I listened to it a little bit, a few days, few nights. I listened to it. Uh, I was in a Harry the Potter. The soundtrack now. is incredible. We will talk about it on the our Kinda next official show. Uh, not the secret, uh, not the celebration show, not the uh, not the survival guide to C3, not the actual celebra- at celebration show. It will be the weekend just before the movie. The Jeez, we're doing a lot of shows, huh? Return of Re- Revenge of the Sith Marathon. On the 15th. Yeah. Can Five you hours can, can you of hear, Star Wars on the Can you hear the, the discharge of, of the little uh, uh, World War II gun? Ping! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I've lost it. <laughs> You were talking about your celebration ticket during the break, so uh, mm. just before ending, maybe uh, you have a rant or something. Well, well, I, 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 I might as well just like quote the little. No, no, Sebastian. It's no, okay. but uh, while you get that rant, I'll just. I'm, I was reading on the Force.net. A lot of people are getting their packages in the states. You know, it's cool. You get them shipped to them. I, I'm kind of happy now. Eh, I don't have to worry about it. It'll be there. And if yeah. it's not, I can give them hell. <laughs> Um, so I'm not too worried about that. I'm more worried about you know people getting two lanyards in their gift in their package. Two pack uh, people th- that are getting lanyards. I'm in the fan club. The people that are gonna take up my spot. I pay you know sixty bucks. I don't get much for my sixty bucks. I get Clone Wars. Get a shitty hyperspace. I get the Insider, which is you know my, one of my positives. But the reason I bought it was to go to C3, get him fan club exclusive shit. Mm-hmm. Now people that aren't even in the fan club are getting it. Now, excuse me, but what the fuck? <laughs> That's get true. your shit together. Well, because I'm pissed off. I paid for it, and I'm not getting my services. I know I'm not. I know. I, I know. I work in customer service. I know it's not always your fault, and it's all up in policy. But I do my best. But yeah, two lanyards. What you? Exactly. Well, it's it, like no, you they put ordered one, one there. <laughs> exactly. Don't take a. a no, well, a fistful and just here, here, Here's the thing: for handling like balls lanyard myself, I can tell you it's really easy to actually like grab okay. two without really n- realizing it. together. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they might just like have them on a, on a peg of some sort and just like grabbing them, trying to grab only one, but you know they grab two, mm-hmm. and they have to go really fast because we know that for a fact that right now there's about thirty to thirty-five thousand fans mm-hmm. who have pre-registered. For Star Wars Celebration 3. So that's a lot of people, and that's a lot of people whom, for whom in North America they have to send their letters and everything. Uh, I mistakenly received my invitation to the Star Wars Celebration breakfast. Ooh, and you're in Canada. They're and I'm in Canada. You're not supposed to ship out of the U.S. So I figured, you know, maybe it was a logistical decision. I don't know. So I actually emailed the person in question about it. And uh, Miss Lindsay Omen, the Registration and Customer Service Manager at GenCon LLC, actually replied me this uh, this email. It is because of the shipping. We do not bulk e- 
well, actually, I asked her, why did, didn't you send me the uh, my actual badge and, you know, the oh, Star Wars... accessories coming in. That's a, the Celebration at Celebration badge and the, the, the lanyard and everything. So it's because of the shipping. We do not bulk mail, so we would have to sort all the packets going to Canada and add post additional postage to them. Since we are much such a small company, nine employees... It is much easier and more efficient for us to have a universal policy so we are able to create and get the packets out on time and with the correct postage. The person that was handling the breakfast tickets is new to the office and was unaware of our shipping policies. Thanks. So, basically, there's nine people working on Star Wars Celebration 3 right now in terms of Gen Call LLC. Uh, we can probably have at least three more from Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Let's hope, like, five. Let's hope five. Honestly, let's, let's hope and that, that five, six, I'd say ten if we really wanted to be happy. Yeah, but I doubt that's actually the case. We know three yeah, for sure. other things to do. That's it. We, we know there's at least 12 people working on, on Celebration 3 right now, without counting the volunteers, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, and I think that so far, considering the fact that there's only nine people working on this event, they've delivered pretty much. For nine people? They've been doing a, a fairly good job. I'm sorry, yeah, but yeah, true. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed. I thought there were like 30 people on this one, yeah. <laughs> or something. That's it. But you know, we, we've got to say that it's pretty much, especially for for us Canadian, it's it's pretty much a, a a four to one ratio right now because we're not getting our badges, we're not getting the uh, the breakfast, we're not getting the the toppers sent to us. We're gonna have to wait at will call. Uh, there was the really late announcement of the celebration breakfast. That was a really bad move from them, and you know other little things like that. Uh, that are not really like the server going down on the day that they were selling the show. So that's something we'll discuss more in profound deepness at this upcoming Thursday's show, which will be your guide to survival at Celebration Three, and it's going to be our pleasure to uh, have any buddy with questions actually ask us and we'll try to answer them as best as we possibly can if you have a panel or something at C3 contact us and we, we it's going to be our pleasure it's going to be our pleasure to have you on the end on, on the air uh, if you're planning an after hour party feel free to contact us as well it's going to be our pleasure to call you so that you can promote this after hour party uh, so that's pretty much it the next show is on Thursday April 14th 2005 it's a Star Wars Direct Special Edition Survival Guide to Celebration 3. So if you guys want to really know what a plus 3,000 of charisma is, <laughs> listen to the show. A plus uh, 3,000? No, no, a plus 3,000 of charisma. Oh, okay, I was like, plus 3,000? Like, it's, it's something dude, I... Dude, what did you like? It's something I discovered. charisma poster? No. <laughs> Actually, there's, there's also this plus 10 potion of... Uh, what was it? It's not... It's not charisma anymore after that. It's uh, strength. Stamina. Plus oh 10 yeah. potion of stamina. Basically coffee. Okay. So, from that little Basically, hint. what you need to know, what you need to, to do. do, to bring to C3, to yes. do, uh, what are the panels out there, uh, everything you need to know. The must know. Yeah. The, the must know, yes. As best as we can figure it out thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any comments on the show, of course, and that you would like to make a suggestion for upcoming subjects, we're very open to them. Uh, you can uh, actually send us an email to studio at swendirect.com. 
If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show, add our URL to your message board, signatures, etc., etc. We'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, of course, sitclan.net, federationtoys.com, uh, where you're actually getting a 5% rebate if you're a Star Wars Undirect listeners, uh, Legends Action Figures, our web host, simple-net.ca, and, of course, our wonderful par- partners, Nerf Erder Anonymous, which is basically nerf-erder-anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors. The fan fiction, Star Wars Redemption, swredemption.com, furryconflict.com, Trek Wars, the furry conflict audio drama, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, and the Galactic Senate Message Boards, both available at StarWarsWithAZ.com, and of course, StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio, and of course, Hobbit Hole of Nathan Butler, um, who, of whom you've had uh, this wonderful 12-minute rant. rant about the, the third continuity. Volume, the third volume of Clone Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, about our Clone Wars, really. <laughs> All these things are, of course, available in the partner sections of our website. Uh, episode 3 is 38 days from today. April 10th is today. And May 18th, May 19th at midnight is going to be the release date. And this is Sebastian for Danny and Brian saying see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. to visit www.swandirect.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction. Get it. Yes, that's right. Roger, roger. 
all Star Wars and direct listeners will get a 5% discount on their purchases. Citlan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective Forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars Fan Audio Genre News, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an Internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars Fan Audio community, and the only Fan Audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com, fandom has a whole new sound. 